glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. But now's the time to work and strain at a sport that tests the spirit and challenges the brain. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Yeah, I'd like to have 75 degrees of sunny all the time, too, but that's not football. Do you fear the force of the wind, the slash of the rain? We're going to play a suit right in rain. Go face them and fight them. Be savage again. Hi. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Put me and Coach Podcast back on your airways like after a hiatus <laughs> of what? Three weeks? A month? How long have we been? Yeah, I think about, about a month. month. Jesus, that's, that's my bad. That's Bobby's bad. Bobby Blanco, Tom Itali, Ian Foster, birthday boy Ian Foster. Hey. Happy birthday. Thank nice. You, it's a nice birthday. Um, and nice. Gregory Porter, back on your airways. Hopefully, you're listening. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play, or on SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts, um, we're available all over the place, and also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we are joined by a special guest who is, I mean, we're happy to have you, but you're going to have to bear through, since we've been gone for so long, a four-hour episode probably, right? <laughs> hey, I can take it. Get my butt ready. <laughs> you're what ready? <gasps> what? Uh, <laughs> um, Joe Arvis. Friend of the program. Thanks um, for having me, man. Yeah, no, thanks for co- tuning in or co- joining. I guess Tom brought you on, right? Um, it's been a long Ian time. Ian, oh, Ian. Ian coordinated that. Yeah, yeah. That well, because I mean, we've been talking about this for a while now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And since since we literally started, Joe is one of the first people who wanted to come on. He just lives in Virginia. Ah. Right. So we're skipping a jump. Patiently away. waiting. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be my time <laughs> someday. Have you been on a podcast before? Uh, I have not. I did do some uh, radio when I was in college. Okay, so. nice. First nice. time podcasting. Though. Little A and V Club. Yeah. <laughs> nice. First time, long time. First time, long time. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Well, we're happy to have you. It's going to be a jam packed episode because there's a lot to talk about. Again, we haven't been on the airways. We it actually. I was surprised how many people complained that we haven't been yeah, on, yeah. <laughs> haven't been posting pods over the past we, month. We or can't thing. help it that we're popular, uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> like usually when we're not potting for or casting for an extended period of time, it's like, oh yeah, you guys podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but like literally in the past, like what week we've had like three people be like, what, when do you podcast? Like what, what what's the yeah, deal? Even <laughs> Abby came out. <laughs> Abby had a complete left field. Thanks, Abby. Yeah, twice. <laughs> twice. Twice. Yeah. We should have been. Uh, spreading like false rumors on Twitter and Instagram of like controversy and s- <laughs> splitting up divisiveness. Yeah, you would love the. Drama. We got trouble in the locker room. You Bobby decided to go off on his own, <laughs> thinking he's better. Fucking Justin Timberlake he's JT over here. You us, that little lo- bastard. You would love the drama, wouldn't you? Buddy? Here we thought Tom was JT in us. <laughs> Bobby's biggest fear just came through. No, 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 no. Uh, no, but I have been yeah busy. That's one hundred percent my fault. That's Doing how many other podcasts? Just one, just the one other. Just the, just the, the just the, just the work. Mass and all access. Sure, Paul sure, Mancana. Sure, sure, sure. We're doing videos now, so you can catch us on Facebook Live, which is pretty, pretty deep. Seen that? That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Thank you guys. That's really cool. Um, we're just gonna need you to quit, though. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, if we want to go all in on this thing, I'll, I'm down. We gotta probably build some business pr- plans and stuff like that. Give us a couple months, but I'm in. I'm down. All right, so we're all quitting our jobs. You can't get Tom excited like that. Well, Porter would never do it. No. I very much like my job. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So there's there's that. Um, All right. Well, I I, I, uh, yield the floor to, or the mic, I should say, to Tom because he's got the layout because there is so much to uh, talk about and I am not... 
Except for basketball. Can, I don't think anything's happening story in basketball. First? Yeah, we're going to start. Oh, yeah, can we yeah. start off with the rag story? We have a, rag, we have a hell of a rag story. Hi, everyone. It's me. Friend of the program. That guy. Friend of, friend of the program. He never listens. And I want to party with you guys. Nice. And party he did. Fucking travesty. So you know Anthony Joshua, the Ruiz fight? Yes. That was... Two, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was in West Virginia for his parents' anniversary. Like, they all went. And there's sports book. So Rag, being Rag, just throws out he throws down $100 because he saw some stupid odds. Says, Anthony Joshua going down in the seventh round. Fuck it. $100. Probably never see that again. He doesn't even watch the fight. He doesn't, <laughs> he's, just, he's asleep while it happens. He wakes up to the fucking... Anthony Joshua went down in the seventh round. Jesus. The, one of the biggest upsets in boxing history, mm-hmm. and Rag picked it on the fucking, the round. And so not only did that happen, but then he goes to cash in his check, and the guy's like, no, no, you had Anthony Joshua winning in the seventh round. And Rag's like, the fuck I did. <laughs> 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 and so Rag's losing his mind, and he's like, you know me, you know me, I'm, I'm no cock diesel. But I'm about to fucking kill this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like, apparently the kid tried to say, oh, yeah, I mean, I could probably get you your $100 back. And he's like, I'm not taking $100. He goes, you think I care about $100? <laughs> he's like, no. And this at this point, Rag literally thinks he's getting like $1,000 paid back. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Rag is getting 11000 <laughs> Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. And so the kid's like, he wants to give him $100. He's like, fuck you. And he doesn't even know it's 11000 at this point. But he's arguing. And then, but then Big Papa Coots comes in. And so now Coots is like, nope, there's no more talking. Do not talk to the kid. Don't talk to the manager. He's like, I got this. We're getting our money. Fucking lawyer. <laughs> and yeah, I'm sure he's got one on retainer. No, <laughs> like, he is. He is a lawyer. Yeah. He is? Yeah. Papa Coots? He's on the board of directors for Georgetown Law uh, University. Oh my God, he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a healthcare lawyer. Of He's been a healthcare he lawyer for a long time. He's uh, been in the bar of uh, DC okay, no, and Maryland. I had no idea. Yeah, I did nah. not know that. Guys, guys doing good. Yep. Okay. And, pa- and Papa Coots did did what Papa Coots does. Yeah. So <laughs> now Rag said, "So yeah, they're gonna be mailing me a check for eleven thousand dollars." Jesus Christ! Eleven. It's literally the rich get richer. <laughs> Just what, <laughs> is what's happening well, here. Was, what, was, what was crazy in the story too was when he said, "Congrats, the, buddy." Wait, how much of this can yeah, we talk congrats. about? Congrats. He said. Uh, he said, "Go ahead." He can. Okay. So he, his dad. The, so the sports book was run by a separate agency with inside the casino. So it wasn't even the pit bosses of the casino that were telling him no. And he goes to the owner, manager, like general manager, like the fucking, the guy of the guy for the casino is like, hey, just let you know, they're screwing with us right now. We made a bet. They're not honoring it. You need to talk to your people because this is a big problem. It's a lot of money kind of thing. He goes, the manager goes over to them and apparently they talked to the kid and the kid admitted to lying about the ticket. So he's immediately fired on the spot. Mm-hmm. And then they get the uh, they basically won that argument, but it was just like this whole. It, what it seemed like to me was the kid was trying to was he trying to take his ticket or See, he wrote it down. We still wrong? don't know. Yeah, like, don't have, like his motive. I think was, that was, so was he, rag I, was rag shit faced when he went up. No, no, because no, he even texted us as he placed the bet. Yeah, like and he used that screenshot too to be like, no, look, this is what I said. He texted us with the timestamp and everything. Yeah, with everything. He goes, I literally. Right? He goes, I literally. 
just and it said the kid even looked at me like I'm an idiot when I put the bet in. <laughs> <laughs> and so now the same kid was saying like, and he was just flat out lying after a while. Yeah, and that's what really pissed off Rag was because like. He's just sitting there saying that I'm lying and I'm fucking crazy. And he's like, yeah. just check the tapes. <laughs> check the tapes. Yeah. He's like, look at this text message. Look at this text message. And I got receipts, dude. Dra- Dragon was like, I've never seen him this angry before. Yeah. Wow. And, and he thought all that was like $1,000. But yeah. no. No. I was like, those odds to pick that going down insane. in the seventh round. Yeah. Nobody even had him losing, let alone going down in the seventh. Yeah. Nobody even thought it would last seven. They thought he was going to knock him out earlier. I want to look did great, you, wow! Dude. Did you speaking of odds? Did you see the odds for the U.S. Women's National Team today? Mm-hmm. I don't know the exact odds with the over and under or anything, but apparently I saw the, it was. I know in order to half. win a hundred dollars, a hundred, you have to win to win a hundred. Oh you have to God! Put down four thousand <laughs> <laughs> to win a hundred. <laughs> I'd take that bet. <laughs> That's, That's it's, it's an easy hundred. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was a very easy hundred, but like, all right, I'm gonna just. I, I even asked Rag. I was like, Rag, do you know the name of the guy who knocked out Joshua? He goes, I don't know, Ramirez. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, Rag. <laughs> well, Rag, uh, PMIC is looking for investors and sponsors. <laughs> so if you want to throw, I don't know, those investors, if I were to pick, possibly you. Nope. If I were Atlantic to pick City just trip. a random number off top of my head, eleven thousand dollars, <laughs> that'd be great. At least split it with. Okay, that's Rex, yes. All right. So that's legally binding, Rex. Yes, yes. Yeah. Your dad would know. He's apparently a lawyer. Uh, what? That's fucking insane. That's so he's paying for your birthday party. Well, I Why are we him, not getting a boat? I, w- I want him to do uh, Atlantic City round three. Oh, Dudes only. <laughs> Save your money, Rag. No, no. He said it, not me. <laughs> no. All right. No, 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 it's 11,000. Like, Just what's 1,000 here? <laughs> Keep the other 10. Just round it off. That's a good. That's a heck of a soft opening. Congrats, Rag. Yeah, um, that was crazy. I know you're going to listen to this. So yeah. Um, <laughs> so I listen to this one. We're gonna we're gonna yeah, touch on a number of topics yeah. today. Uh, three sports. We'll end on Game of Thrones. As long as it's not basketball. Oh, we so about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny you say that. <laughs> so that was a good game. That's though, the, that's so it's usually not this awkward in here. <laughs> <laughs> the really first, cool the first thing that we're going to talk about is the NBA Finals, which have been great so far. Rats. A lot of stories, excellent games, excellent defense. There was a moment last game, last night in the fourth quarter, where I think Kawhi scores ten straight points, mm-hmm. and they take the lead, and I think they go as high as high they as go six up, points. Up six. And I'm watching this, and I think Mark Jackson said this too: is like he is he's going to another level. Like he he's going to a level that is, you know, beyond marquee. It's one of the best ever, at mm-hmm. least one of the best two way players ever. And I I really thought this was going to be that moment. And you know, credit to the Warriors for finding a way to come back. Clay hitting two threes, Steph hitting one as well. Um, but to me, it's just watching Kawhi Leonard. Here are the players that have scored thirty five points in an NBA Finals game on the road with zero turnovers. Michael Jordan and Kawhi Leonard. That's he's going. He's averaging thirty-one nine and six. The other players to do that in the finals or in the playoffs are Michael Jordan, Akeem Olajuwon, LeBron did it twice, Kobe did it once, and that's pretty much it. Is that bad? <laughs> yeah. Is that bad? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I mean, does that break it? <laughs> but he, Kawhi is like unlike any other superstar. He's not. He's quiet. 
Yeah. He he's very odd. I kind of love, um, I love it. I love it. <laughs> he's he, he doesn't whine, he doesn't bitch. It, yeah. It's um, He swats Clay Thompson's shot like like it was nothing on on a three-point attempt. Just turns around and walks up. No shit talking, no nothing. This is what I was supposed to be doing. Quite professional. Yes, I love it. Not um not there's anything wrong with it. I'm just asking is there any chance he's like Kind of on the spectrum. On the spectrum. Yeah, I, yeah, I was wondering about <laughs> no, that. No, and because like I mean, it's also kind of kind of cool. Like, who is like the leading? Like, I mean, I'm not saying he's autistic or anything, right. but like, if there were an autistic athlete, like professional athlete, who is there? Anyone at, like a superstar autist? Like, suffering not suffering, but has. I know uh, George Springer on the Astros had a really. You're right. Bad that that makes sense. Up. Yeah, now the stutter. I, I know it's. Not close to the same thing, but still, like, I know they had him on the All-Star game talking when he was on the field. It was so cool. And you could tell at moments he was fighting it, but it was it was just so dope. I mean, he just has, like, I feel like that, those kind of qualities. He's, yeah. like, he, he's quiet. He he minds his own business. He also has, like, ticks. I feel like. Because, like, all the thing about being, like, bored man and, like... Yeah. Like, yeah. What, 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 <laughs> bored man gets paid. What, yeah. what is that? Can you guys... I think it's just a tick. He, oh, he, he says it whenever he grabs a rebound. Well, apparently that was in college. That was before he got... Uh, yeah. Uh, he doesn't really okay. do it anymore. Because that's he said that's how you get to the league, mm-hmm. and that's how you get paid. Board man gets paid. Yeah, board man. <laughs> I feel like that, that's like that's like a tick that someone you know with yeah. like a. Here is your daily reminder that we drafted Jan Vesely over over him. Yeah. Uh, well, Stop I mean, it. he went. He did what? He went fifteen. So there were. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to give any Grumfeld any credit, but he did. They did wait a Nor while. Nor should to you. Take yeah. Him. yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, I just I was curious because like he just seems like, you know, he has those kind of. Not, I don't know the word ticks. I guess, sure. yeah, yeah. B- which is cool, which is totally fine, obviously. And you know how, like, you know, people awesome. who who have different forms of autism, like they usually excel at one thing. And why yeah. can't that thing be a sport? Right. You I know? never thought yeah, of he's that. He's so fucking good. You know, because so, they just kind of zone in and just yeah. focus. And that's all they focus on yeah. and do, just, and just perfect it. What, well, that's my next question: yeah. is how good is he? Or if if in fact Toronto wins this series, and I would say if we had a bet on it, it would be Toronto. Uh, Still, where yeah. he and if he goes from beating the dynasty in the Heat oh, when he was with the Spurs and then beating a dynasty in the Warriors uh, when he is far and away the best player on the court, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, how good is this guy? People just forget he was two years ago, mm-hmm. arguably the best player in the league yeah. outside of LeBron James. He was the best two way and the best two way player. Yeah. And then the whole thing with him sitting out for a year, people literally just forgot about how good he is. You put him on a team that DeRozan couldn't take him past the second round. Right. You just swap out two players. Although, albeit you add Danny Green too. Yep. And and Marcus All I mean, too. Yeah. He's a yeah, he's a great defender too. He can shoot the shit out of the ball. Obviously. Exactly. But yeah. Those yeah, are two of the best a, wing defenders. Great ad. Yeah. Yeah. And and now he just walk he walked through the East. <laughs> yep. Especially after losing the first two games, people Shut- are like, oh, Bucks got this. Yeah. Right. No, the fuck they don't. Shuts <laughs> down Giannis. Shuts down Giannis. MVP. That was he made Giannis look like an average player. Like Giannis did not look like the MVP. No, he didn't. And I, I, I you wonder if it was the moment. You know, you yeah. wonder that no, he's not ready. Yeah, he's, he's not there yet. And Kawhi's been there, dude. Yeah. Kawhi's he's NBA so Finals smooth. MVP. When he was, and that seems like so. Well, that was twenty. I think it was fifteen. What with the Heat? I just had it. Twenty fourteen. No, no, no. When Kawhi won MVP, Finals NBA, MVP. Twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. So that was five years ago. That seems yeah. like so long ago. It does. And he was the best player on the court then too. Yeah, and that was. And that, that, that was, was when he, he was a young buck. That's when he <laughs> broke out. That's yeah. what. That's what. Who the hell is this kid? To me, I don't think there's anyone I enjoy watching on the defensive side of the ball more than him. Yeah. I, just literally, there's out. three wing defenders that I love watching in all of the NBA in the finals right now. 
Danny Green, Clay Thompson, and Kawhi Leonard. Thompson is so good, man. He's so he, good. In the fourth quarter down the stretch last night, too, it wasn't just yeah. the shots. He was all over the place on defense. And these, uh, my next point, really, and there, there's a lot to discuss because it, there's been so much going on in just this series alone. But um, a, a few things. And it's hard not to root for Toronto. When I saw game one and they showed Jurassic Park and they showed entire country rooting for this team and it's in a city that hasn't won a championship since 1993. And, you know, as Washingtonians, we can certainly relate to that. <laughs> yes. And, you know, it's just – and I, I hated the Raptors prior to it. But I remember watching game one, I'm like, man, how can you not root for something like that? Like a passionate <coughs> fan base that really, really cares. they got some really good players, and they play team basketball. Mm-hmm. And, um, however, there was a moment last night when Kevin Durant went down with an injury, and it looks to be a significant one, which really, yeah. really sucks. Yeah. I am not a fan of Kevin Durant anymore and haven't been since he's joined the Golden State Warriors, and he's moody and overly opinionated and contradictory of himself. But I, I don't care with my personal thoughts. I would never, ever cheer for an injury. So fucking... Yeah. And so anyone there that cheered while Kevin Durant got hurt, go fuck off. Well, the whole stadium, yeah. wasn't it? The, no, the it one was, image it was of him... Towards where it happened. On the court, yeah. And then when he was walking off, he was getting an ovation from them. Yeah. I think Uh-oh. because then they realized, because then the Toronto Raptors bench mm-hmm. was like, you need to That's not chill cool. the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, Baca and Lowry, I think, especially yeah. were like, you need to clap for this. Team. Yes. But there's that one, because there's that one image when, he fir- when he's on the ground holding his leg, and then like there are two like, guys on the sideline behind him are like, yeah. You're a piece of shit. Like the alligator clapping. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like, as much what? as I hate a guy, I will never, ever. Yeah. Right. Ever cheer for an injury, especially one as significant as that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a that's a career changer. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the He's most have to miss all next season probably. in the biggest free agency in the biggest Ever. year of his career. Yeah, yeah. This is just a horrible, horrible time. I feel so bad for him. Yeah, I wonder where he's going to end up. Does well, he Does he sign again? I mean, because he, he can sign in. in. Yeah, I, I as you, as we're speaking, I, I'm reading this thing on uh, HoopsRumors.com. That said that prior to his injury, the Warriors were planning to offer offer KD a long-term deal with the understanding that if he wanted to leave at any point, they would honor that and trade him. Damn. I've and never and heard and that the before. Ball, and, and they how, said this type of offer could still be on the table even if he's forced to sit out all of next season. And there's, there's a lot of things that you can say about yeah, KD, but one thing I think that could never have been discussed, and last night was further proof of that, of his toughness. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, that was... Clearly not just a calf injury. No, like no. it was any was what hit the first three shots he took in that he game. He was he was on his way to dropping forty. Oh, they would they would have <laughs> won that they would have won that game by double digits if he's if he stays in there, I feel like. Yeah, he was he was lighting it up. That was awesome. But it sucks that he went down. I mean Is this even a series if KD's playing the whole time? It, are we? Are I still we, think it is. Are we I going, think Toronto's a very good six? team. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. Toronto's a lot better than I gave them credit for heading in. I think I agree. I, yeah, definitely, I, definitely me too. I feel like most people, even without KD, were like, "Yeah, Warriors got this in six at, I at the so. most." At the Called most. it all year, Toronto. I know you did, buddy. Yeah, man. <laughs> Go Canada. <laughs> what Go Canada. Go Terps. <laughs> and I trust your basketball eye more than anything. What, what is it? Why are they so good? What is it that you like about Toronto? I just on the defensive end, I I love watching them on the defensive end. I I love the team defense. People keep on forgetting about Marcus All too. Yes, yeah. former defensive player of the year. Yeah, like he, he was such a beast in Memphis. He's good yeah. on the yes, and he could yeah. he could guard the pick and roll. He yeah. could guard down low. Yep. Like he's a lot to do with bottling up Steph as much as you can. 
is he's got quick hands and he defends the perimeter as well as a big man can. And then offensively, it's just the the ball movement, ball movement. Kawhi Leonard just being an absolute superstar. Mm-hmm. What he was doing on that ten point run, he was doing that on Clay Thompson, and he mm-hmm. made him look like a baby. Yeah, I, it I, was I, unbelievable. That I haven't seen something like that in a long. He's just like, give me that ball. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna go right down your throat, and I'm stronger than you. There's nothing you could do. There's a way he goes about it too. I mean, like the most fun thing about these playoffs for me, and I've been. I've been more into the Stanley Cup playoffs the last few years. I'll say that. I mean, obviously, yeah. last year, the cap's going all the way. <laughs> I wasn't paying much attention to the NBA playoffs. But it's the way he goes about it. It's seeing all the different guys in their styles. Like, Giannis is just lanky, and he's got the Euro step going, mm-hmm. and Steph's draining shots, and Durant can get any shot he wants and make it. And Kawhi's just like, he's just got the drive. He just gets this look, and it's like, all right, he's he's going to drop 35. Like, he's getting wherever he wants to go, get to the free throw line and yep. hit shots. He reminds me of a better more athletic, bigger version of Scottie Pippen. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, a great That's comparison. a really good comparison. I've been trying to think of somebody to compare him to I've seen. That's yeah. as good as I've heard. Better offensively. Better. Because Scotty will lock you down on defense, yep, too. And, and they're both about the same height, too. And the length. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big-ass hands, dude. Yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable. Him and Giannis. <laughs> You're right. You know, it, I could watch Kawhi Leonard all day. Yeah, I could these too. guys, there was a concern going into the playoffs this year of this is our first LeBron-less playoffs in 15 years or something ridiculous. They have been fantastic. Yeah, This is some of the best basketball I've watched in a very long, since as yeah. long as I can remember. Yes. this I mean, is Buzzer beaters, drama, I mean, infighting and, and coaches and everything. It's been incredible. Drake. <laughs> Drake. Drake. Fucking, Drake. fucking cocks Oh god. Yeah, he drives me crazy. Well, like right. I mean, am I and I mean, I'm I'm on board too because like you said this is some of the best it's two-way basketball we've we've ever seen mm-hmm. in in the play at least I've ever seen. Wait. And that's something that turned you off with from the NBA to begin Absolutely. with. Absolutely. And then that's something that like uh, my dad has echoed that same thing. He even said to me before I left to come here today he was like, "Hey, my message for the po- my notes for the podcast these are fun. This is fun basketball to watch. They actually play defense. They're actually trying on both sides of the floor. Mm-hmm. It's like entertaining to watch. Yeah, and, yeah. and good. This is the, these are the best players in the world trying their hardest at all times. Yes, absolutely. And you know, it's it's one thing also uh, to I know we're talking a lot about Toronto, and this is really my my biggest point. And I remember when we had Tim Murray on here last year, and he we talked about it briefly. The Toronto Raptors were really good last year. They were really good the year before that. DeMar DeRozan is an all-star in his own right. He is a very, very good wing player. Kyle Lowry is very good. Serge Ibaka is good. And Jonas Valanciunas is good. They were the number one seed in the Eastern Conference last year. They lost. I don't know many organizations, many general managers, that have the foresight to say, that's not good enough. Mm-hmm. And they put, they took a, a gigantic risk. They risk, they are risking their their team's future and financial stability, and went all in for one year. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing with Kawhi Leonard. And to yeah. fire the coach of the year. And to fire <laughs> the coach of the year. They recognize that we are really good, but we're not great. Wait, so but is Nick Nurse better? Then I think he's better for, for the for the team. Yeah, for the team. he's got. It. Yeah. I mean, he's okay. done fantastic. They said his, yeah, I mean, his, they're, they're his in-game in the coaching and adjustments okay. have been. Because you could just go back to the Buck series. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. getting destroyed. I was like, Bucks are going to sweep them. Right. And then he made adjustments, and man. <laughs> yeah, I they just dominated. I just really credit an organization that is willing to take a risk like that. Yeah. You know, and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, but you did it. That's Not great. many teams would do that. And especially here, where we've seen a level of complacency 
well, obviously with Ernie and then how long, um, uh, oh my God, before McClellan was here, the Caps GM. Oh, McPhee. George McPhee. Oh, George McPhee, McPhee. yeah. And, and uh, what we're doing with Bruce right now. And I mean, we're, we're so used to, oh, we're close. We just need this variable to work out and that variable. Well, you're still not great. Yeah. Um, Sounds like a baseball team right now. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I just, I credit the, the Toronto Raptors and uh, Masai. You, I don't know how to say his last name. Masai Uhari. Ujiri. I think, I think that's correct. You um, you know, they, DC, they, please. We're trying to. We're please. trying to bring. We, we have, oh, a, we have yeah. an opening, sir. Because uh, I saw it. Uh, I saw there was. Uh, was the a, <laughs> I saw there was a little bit of a rumor about yeah. maybe he'd well, be interested. We, I think it still might happen. Right. Got to wait till I, all, right. all this is over with. Yep. But to build on your point, I mean, that's just great GMing to me. Mm-hmm, I liked yep. what the Columbus Blue Jackets. I know it's a different sport, but. They did the same thing over in hockey, and mm-hmm. yeah, it didn't work out. But they went for it. They yeah. knew they had a time to maximize, a window to maximize, and so. To me, I am willing to, to the number one seed. sacrifice so your out. future to win yeah, a championship. Exactly. Yeah, typically that's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, yep. dynasties only come around once every so often. If you have an opportunity to win a championship, I do like not that. credit organizations dynasty. for pushing all their chips in, and that's yeah. exactly what the Raptors are doing. And you know, credit to them. So. On that note, let's switch to the, the LeBron effect. Mm-hmm. How much of I, – and I have no clue the timeline of the signings and when the Raptors decided <laughs> to go all in or whatever, how that all worked out. But how much was, okay, LeBron's probably going to the Lakers. The East is wide open. Now's yeah. our time to pounce. I, 100%. How much, is, how much does that play into I think it has had a lot to do oh, with it because wow. they made yeah. that trade afterwards, right? I I, again, I'm, not, the, I'm yeah. not sure of the timeline. I was so literally I don't know. wondering the same thing the other day, yeah. like what when that – how that process? Yeah, I'm, I don't I have no. I, don't, right. I would have to look it up, but I mean, because we talked about th- this. I mean, Jesus, our Wizards preview episode seems like so long ago. <laughs> oh, oh, coming up on a year, fifty but, wins, <laughs> <laughs> fifty wins, <laughs> so close. Um, <laughs> but like, we we the main topic was the East is open. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're talking about the Wizards. They should be able to get do pretty well, but whatever. So anyone with LeBron out of the league and the Cavs back to dirt. You know who's gonna take a hold of this conference and and represent the East in the finals, and even then we thought it doesn't matter who it is, they're still gonna lose to the Warriors. Now yeah. flash forward to now, and the Raptors are a game away. Yeah, from I would call it an upset, even, oh, yeah. even yeah. with Katie, absolutely, absolutely. With Katie out. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, how much? Okay, so my I guess my two part question is how much does LeBron affect you know teams and especially in the Eastern Conference going all in and how they affect their rosters, mm-hmm. and then two. How much has it affected these playoffs with him not even being in it? And like, very much so. Well, like you know, you got in the East, everyone's going after it because oh, there's no LeBron to face, so and literally, literally anyone can win it. And then in the West, it's kind of a thing where okay, well, LeBron's not in it, and let's everyone go after Golden State. Obviously, yeah. that didn't work out, but everyone's giving Golden State their all at all times. Yep. Yeah, I mean, to me, like. I think I've almost I kind of appreciate the fact that LeBron's not in it this year because I think what it's done is shown us showcased more of the league. Like I mean, it's probably the best thing that happened. Not the best, but it's actually turned into a good thing for the NBA. Absolutely, especially for casual fans. I yes, mean, dude. I look. I've I've always liked LeBron. I saw him play at, at well back when it was. I mean, it may have still been MCI at this point. I saw him play in the Capital Classic there when he was in high school. Like followed his whole career, but damn, eight straight finals, the same dude. Like, and like all those, I mean, except the Heat teams, I guess, but like the Cavs teams are just him putting the team on his back. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's him versus the Warriors. And so, you know, I love seeing that. And then him not being in the West, you know, we got 
Blazers and Nuggets. Like that series was fantastic. That was the what, best. When series. was the last time you saw those two teams too, like going at it in in big games against each other? I can't ever remember. Carmelo a was with the Nuggets, right? Yeah. And like maybe when the Blazers had like Brandon, Brandon Roy. Roy, yeah, or when they had the teams with like Stoudemire, the what, they had a name for the, the Suns. Oh no 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 the Blazers like when they had oh the like, Jail Blazers the Jail Blazers <laughs> Stoudemire Brian Grant Rasheed Wallace yeah. so yeah I I've I've enjoyed the hell out of these playoffs for sure some incredible never forgetting buzzer beaters too oh yeah with Damian Lillard and Dame. Um, Kawhi's also um, I, just one other question I have here let's say Toronto wins this series Clay was out one game looks like KD's going to be out presumably for the uh, the rest of the series next year. Yeah. yeah. If you're a like, is there an asterisk next to Toronto's championship because Katie's not in? Because Katie's not in, and Clay missed a game, and well, I then, don't think so. Well, then do you put no. a, do you put an asterisk next to when um, the Warriors won when Kyrie was out? Yeah, I don't think so. I nope. think I think every single sport there's there's a luck element involved, Absolutely. and. You don't control who you run into. You don't control who gets hurt on the other team. Well, I guess maybe football you do. You can knock the quarterback out of the game. Mm-hmm. But um, they try to prevent that as much as possible. But, yeah, I just think there's there's so much luck involved in sports, man. Yeah. I mean, there's so many injuries, too. I remember there was a year where Westbrook went down in the first round. Yep. You know, yeah. and, and the Thunder weren't going anywhere after that. I mean, no, nah, I don't. I don't. I yeah, when it comes to winning championships, you definitely need luck on your side. Exactly. How, how many bounces did we get last year for right. the Caps? Yep. So right. many things went our way that never went our way before. Right. Yeah. And, and we hoisted the cup. I yep. mean, the first win of the playoffs, Columbus hit the post like <laughs> five times. That's beautiful. <laughs> um, you know, there's uh, the yeah. Kunakle on the pens hit the post in game six. Yep. You know, and then Kuzi, two minutes later, he scores and wins the series. So. The, huh. the save like yeah every other year that's going in yes yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and then we're losing in overtime that's <laughs> so like, just how it goes that's yeah. without question but God, yeah that would have been so deflating. and then we would have been down oh. 02 yeah i mean even if i would say even if the war i mean well how about how about this what does it say for steph if he comes back and wins this and, on, on and his, i think they on are his, on his own i think steph is going to put this team on his back and I'm picking Golden State you, to win this series. Damn. I'm I, I mean, he can't do it without. He, I don't uh, think he can uh, do it without Clay. Oh no, no, no you no. can't. No, no. But Steph is going to be the main guy. He's going to if he goes and drops. He's going to drop thirty-five each to of the 40. next game, and they end up winning it. I mean, th- Does, this might be his his first. Like I put the team on, the and back. I want him he wasn't an MVP, Finals MVP yet, right? No. Yeah. It Which, was Iguodala, and it was Kevin Durant. Yeah. Twice. I say. So this this could be Steph's time, to and I want I him. want him to do it too because I want him to shut everybody up. I yeah. want my shots. <laughs> <laughs> he he's the greatest shooter I've ever seen. I've oh, absolutely yeah. never seen. And so like right it's, away to me, you're a legend. You've won three titles. Yeah. Oh, he's a definitely future Hall of Famer. I mean, but that goes without saying. Yeah, but right. people are saying that he can't be that guy, right? Which is so stupid because he was that guy. Yeah, yeah. right. all just happened to play great defense and have a great two way series against LeBron James. Yeah, and he deserved the MVP. Right. You're not winning that without Steph, no. and there's zero percent shot of that. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think the Iguodala thing was, you know, that dude been a, he's been around forever. I was I so happy was, for him. Yeah, <laughs> I think there was a little bit of like sentimentality that yeah, went oh, into that. Even though he was he killed us when he was with the Sixers. Let it, let us not forget that Carmel Malone won an MVP because everyone was just bored at voting for Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he win two? I think he won two he in a row because they were just like, we can't give it to Jordan every year. <laughs> well, who won when Jordan was out? 
Oh, shit. Is that when he got it? Was that no Hakeem? Hakeem. Did he? I thought he David was uh, MVP '97 and '98. Yeah, yes. two in a row. And I thought so, did no '99. Sorry, I read that wrong. '97, '99. So a year in between. Oh, okay. And who did they not give one out in '98? Because it was lockout. a lockout. I don't know. Too short of a season, maybe. Nope. I, just, I just remember uh, the, them zooming on Jordan's face nope, when Jordan got his was MVP trophy. Oh, okay. He's just like <laughs> <laughs> cute. Like, Go ahead. I feel like David Robinson won one in there too. Did he? When Jordan was gone, the Admiral. What year? What year? David Robinson won ninety five. Yeah, yeah, that was. When so was I think on. it's the second year. It sounds like so it would have that would have been ninety four, ninety five season. Yeah, because okay. in ninety six it was. I'm assuming it was Michael because in ninety seven was Carl. So Magic and Michael shared it basically from eighty seven to ninety two. Oh. And then Charles Barkley, and then Hakeem, and then Robinson. Up until 95. 96 was Jordan. 97, Carl Malone. 98, Jordan. 99, Carl Malone. Got it. Huh. I'm Carl um, Malone. Damn it. <laughs> Carl Malone. <laughs> Came up just for that. <laughs> like uh, I wish that team had gotten one, man. Stockton yeah. and Malone. Yeah. Uh, I'll never forget it. And it's the, f- the flu game anniversary today. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. His, yeah. Or the hangover game. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you... It's up for debate. Whatever <laughs> myth you choose. Either way, the dude was fucked up and yeah. dehydrated <laughs> and went out in, what, 38? 30, 30, yeah, 38, 9, and 7. Jeez. <laughs> um, well, back to this series. I'm all in for a game seven. I don't, I, yeah. I don't care. Who, at this point, I really... Don't, actually, I don't really want Toronto to win. You don't? I, Toronto annoys me. It's crazy. The city. Like the people, Drake. I want. I want Drake. I want Drake, I want Drake, Drake misery. Yeah. I want Drake. To cry. I want that too. But I, but also, Kawhi's got one. Wait, don't <laughs> wanna, but don't you want to see a new champion? Like, aren't you yeah, bored of seeing Golden State? I'm kind of, kind of torn. But also, would it be okay if Steph put the team on his back? Do that's the thing. You could ask now me. with KD out. Like, Di- different hour of each day. You don't have to root against KD now. I think either result is going to be. Yeah, I just want a game seven. So correct. Good to see. Game seven will be uh, agree with would that. be the best thing for this series, I think. Yes. And then a toss up. I'm rooting it. for Toronto mostly for a few reasons. One, because I know what it's like to be a fan base and not Cor- seeing okay, anything. I can sympathize with that. Yeah. Two, when it when I'm not. Well, got to bring that up. <laughs> when I'm not personally in, like involved, I always will go for the underdog. I consider Toronto to be an underdog, and um, I'm just sick of seeing the Warriors win. That's fair. Yeah, I just want to see a good finish. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Warriors without KD is a different team for me. If if KD was playing, Toronto, let's go Toronto. Right. But without KD, which was weird because he was like your favorite player before. Fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) God. Like when he went to the Warriors, that yeah. Well, when he blue balled the Wizards, he blue balled the Wizards. He went to the Warriors. He just did everything the wrong way, and now he's trying to be like the heel, like. He's just, it yeah. doesn't even come across as genuine. You got your burner accounts. Fucking like, so yeah. you you want to be a badass, but you're also a little bitch. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> is this a different route if he at least gives the Wizards a meeting? Yeah, I, a I think he's just a different guy now. Yeah. Than before. But like, like that free agency year, if he gives the Wizards a meeting, yet still goes to the Warriors, are you still butthurt about it? Or are you kind of like, oh. I am a lot less butthurt. All right. Mm. That's okay. I okay. can see that. Cool. So it's like maybe they use lube. Feels good <laughs> on the whole. On the whole. <laughs> Preparation right. H. Well, speaking of free agency, we're going to have a lot of that. Kyrie, Anthony Davis will probably get traded. Kawhi's a free agent. Um, there's a lot. There's, I mean, Kemba Walker. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, next Thursday is the draft. Yeah. Oh, my God. We should talk about that yeah. next week. Maybe we should have a, a general manager to make that decision. Well, I will let's, wait let's, for the Toronto. Yeah, wait, <laughs> like, let's wait for Toronto to finish their season. Yes. All right, and if we can't get that guy, whoever's the sous chef, give me him. Yeah. 
You guys yeah, do, the, do the Michael Elias. Who who was responsible for picking Pascal Siakam? Because I want whoever's responsible for that. Yes, he he's really he good. Is. He's, he's he, going to be an all star. He can play basketball. The Nuggets dude would have been nice though. Yeah, yeah. I really liked him. Yeah. But because that get team, him, that team, man, like watching them in the second. I mean, they almost where did got he end Portland. up? He, he stayed, stayed with them. Oh, he stayed. Yeah. He signed. I mean, that dude, Jokic, is so, oh my God, he's so good. like Unbelievable. And he was kind of a, I mean, they, he kind of unearthed that guy. Like, mm-hmm. it was, wasn't was he a second-round pick? Yeah. I mean, God damn. <laughs> so if you keep second-round picks, good things happen. Yeah. Well, first of all, Tom, We're not gonna have slow the fuck down, <laughs> okay? Yeah, need a second-round pick. <laughs> 2023 is right around Can't the corner. Can't mess up the second round when you don't have any. <laughs> Brilliant. Ernie, piece of shit. <laughs> Guinness in a bottle. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. I actually have a story about Ernie. Do we have time for a quick story about and Ernie? Anytime you're to safe place. And I still on. want to hear your Negranu story later. Oh, God. Well, see, the funny thing about... Okay. Anyways, <laughs> let's, do the, let's do the Ernie thing. So I um, I was fortunate enough... I'll just fucking tell the story. I was fortunate enough that the company I work for, we did a video with John Wall. So we got to go to like the Wizards practice facility and like went behind the scenes, saw them at the end of practice... And so we're kind of waiting out in the hallway for Wall to like finish up, do whatever, get dressed for this l- quick little video shoot. And Grunfeld, you know, I've always had the impression like a GM walks around in the back and he's got his suit on, he's on the cell phone and the hair slicked back. And like I knew what Grunfeld looked like and that maybe, you know, he's not obviously he'd been there forever and things hadn't gone great. This I think this was the year. I don't can't remember how far they went this year, but and I see this dude wander down the hallway. I didn't recognize him at first. It took someone telling me, one of the dudes I was with, like, that's that's Grunfeld right there. And he's in like he's in like a jumpsuit and he's got this little cup of like microwavable soup. And he he's just walking around with the soup and he's got this very empty look on his face and just like I think he had like flip flops on with socks. Tom is so mad. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm picturing I'm it. Tom is staring into and, the abyss and turning just, bright red. I just remember I like so saw him walk in and my friend pointed out to me who he was and I was like okay that was Grunfeld. And I'm still like processing like what what his appearance and then he comes back out and he's got the soup in his hand and he's just like balancing in his hand and the soup's kind of up on the rim and he's like making sure he doesn't spill it and he just like walks back. <laughs> and I was like, "There's the GM of the Washington Wizards, baby. That there he is." Puts our team together. That makes sense. He's I don't respectful. know. You know, it's like it's such a quick observation, yeah, but like yeah. that's just not what you. It's a m- it's microcosm you... of like no. soup and trading draft picks. <laughs> that's what Grunfeld does. <laughs> Microwave soup, motherfucker. God. Oh, God. I, I just keep on picturing Danny Ruye's oh, voice. His, uh, <laughs> I, exactly I, I, I can't stop. It's just perfect. <laughs> well, hello. Every, yeah, okay, I'm, not, <laughs> no, I'm not even going to attempt it. Anytime like, it's, I'm on the job is an insult to this fan base. <laughs> 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 it's so good. Oh, we man. like who we have. Yama, he's a good player. <laughs> Andre Blatch had some good minutes. <laughs> Blatch. Oh, uh, they've had some guys, man. Fucking wow. All right. So. On to another lovely organization, the Washington Redskins. Uh, this has been a, a off season filled with po- with optimism. We had a great draft, signed the best defensive player available in free agency in Landon Collins, draft a quarterback of the future, get the best, arguably the best pass rusher available in Montez Sweat, and we're like, what? Virginia's doing great. Yeah, <laughs> the where where are we winning? What is, what is this? This winning is, off the field. We're very, we're doing very non Redskins things. And you see Bruce Allen all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Kept his job. Hey, Bruce. Got promoted. True. Rob Ryan. 
on the coaching staff. And anyways, this is just like, hey, the Redskins are actually doing normal things. And then what happened? And then <laughs> the Redskins redskinned. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who saw that coming? <laughs> I didn't oh, see so. this one coming. I saw I mean, oh, there had to have been a speed bump somewhere. I mean, it, it's this is time is a flat fucking circle, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck did we not see this coming? Why do why 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 do we see that light at the end of the hope tunnel and mm-hmm. just fucking oh it's gonna work out this time? Talk about hope's tunnel. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like, why do we just like let us ourselves get into this like hopeful like hey, everything's going great and then it's a bug zapper. And it, it's it's. Just when you and I, I think I tweeted at this yeah. too. You were you, uh, just very poignant. Just when you think they couldn't out redskin themselves, what do they do? They fucking out redskins themselves. Yeah. By treating maybe their best player of all time like a fucking piece of garbage and not even giving him actual health care, not like actual health. So like yeah. treating but him like a fucking human being. Just to, just to clarify, <coughs> this is about Trent Williams, obviously. Trent Williams. Um, I'd agree. He's best left tackle in Redskins history. He's better than Chris Samuels, the man that By he replaced. Far. He's our longest tenured Redskin. We made him the top, the highest paid left tackle at his position. I believe that was in 2015. At the time. Yes. Yeah. Since then, he has dropped to like six or seven. Which, which is going to happen. Which is going to happen. He's 10 in lineman. 10 in overall lineman. Got it. Okay. And I think okay. he's... So are there like a couple guards left tackle. More than yeah, like Zach Martin is now making more. And maybe is... Trying, Inflation. Guy. Yeah, it just happens. Healthcare is expensive, guys. So. You know how much insurance on a fucking Ferrari costs? Come on. <laughs> dude, you know how annoying hit, it is to dude. fucking yell out to Alexa on my billion-dollar boat and I can't even hear it? I almost hit a Ferrari. <laughs> I need an Alexa in every, in, every, in every room. <laughs> Not cool. Fucking Dan <laughs> Snyder's got it hard, guys. He can't so, afford healthcare so, for these uh, professional athletes. A few things. It was reported by... Um, who's that? I can't stand him. What's his name? From the from CBS Sports. Oh, oh, Jason Lockenfora. Jason yeah. Lockenfora. Ah, yeah. Who has reported that Trent Williams is vowing to not play for the Redskins again. The reason why is because the mistreatment of where he is medically. He had a really he had a, quite a scary. He had a um, a tumor on his head that had yeah. to be surgically removed, and apparently the Look Redskins training Davis. staff botched this so bad that Trent Williams doesn't want to come back. Now, this is not the first player to complain about our policies regarding of taking care of our players before um, whether that was Sua Cravens or you know LeVar Arrington I believe brought it up there's been a few others um, I would say the Redskins do not deserve the benefit of the doubt especially from a medical staff where we've led the league in players on injured reserve over the past couple of years fucking pathetic honestly at the same time retweet we do not know <laughs> for sure that's in fact the reason Trent Williams himself has not said it his agent has not come out and said that too Adrian Peterson. If Adrian Peterson, a close friend of his, disputed, right? Yeah. yeah. At the same, so Jay wouldn't talk about it. If it's a financial dispute, that is just business. Where, well, yeah, Trent Williams sees the amount of leverage that he has on this team because few things. We just drafted a rookie quarterback. Rookie quarterback needs a very good left tackle. Their Ty Inseki is now in Buffalo. There is no one on this roster that we can pencil in as a left tackle Fuck no. other than Trent Williams, unless you want to see Eric Flowers or Jaron Christian start. Oh, my God. How do I say no? Um, Please, no. And three, he's not yes. <laughs> He's not getting paid when I, I feel like on that list of top ten, he's better than at least half of them. He um, is, but you're also playing 
thirty percent maybe yeah. of the last and three years. Yeah, you haven't played a full sixteen since two thousand thirteen. Yeah. And he's got two suspensions too. I know that's going back, and I know we signed True. an extension since True. then. But it's not like this dude has been reliably on the field for sixteen games. And when he is on the year. field, he's not all the way healthy. Right. Now, He's is that our fault? Who knows? Amazing. There's things you can do with him mm-hmm. that you cannot do with anybody else. Trent yep. Williams running down, blocking oh. cornerbacks is at all times. One of my most favorite things yeah. now, ever. Not to toot my horn, but I said this at the end of this season, this past winter. Trade him. You did. Get something you out did. of it. Because the Redskins, where they really dig themselves into a hole, is when they don't have a plan B. Mm-hmm. If Trent Williams is not on this team, if he's hurt or chooses to not play or, or whatever it is, we are screwed. And I don't mean that hyperbolically. We are screwed. I think we can all agree on that. Do not start Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> if, no, if no, there no, is no, no Trent no, Williams. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, I, no, no, no. I think they're going to work uh, this out. So I'll, I'll say this. If this is a financial dispute, I... Is it kind of petty of Trent Williams? Like, oh, I noticed that you guys don't have any insurance on me, basically. There's no one behind me. Hey, I want to raise even though I have two years left on my contract, which is annoying. Which should should sign l- like I am, <laughs> yeah. He's At the got, same time. He's also got an agent. Let's yeah. remember that, too. Yeah. Well, he's also got limited. I mean, I, I, I would give Trent Williams the benefit of the doubt. He's a, He knows what he's doing. He's yeah. a smart man. He knows how this works. Does he? Yes, he's being... He's not the highest paid tackle anymore, but I'm sure he knows why that's the case. He also probably knows he doesn't have that many years left no. at being he the wants top, to get another contract, top, right? So he wants that last contract, extend whatever, and get paid what he thinks is fair before he burns out. From basically. a financial standpoint, it is very rare in the NFL, excluding quarterbacks, to get a second big contract. Right. Typically, you work for that big contract following your rookie. Uh, your four years as a rookie, four to five years. That's not even fully guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. So, Dude, but yeah, you go for that big one, right? Rarely can you get a second big one. And right. if that's if his goal is to make as much money as possible, that's his prerogative. I understand. Um, if I am, and honestly, if I'm the Redskins, I, I got to figure something out because there's no one on this roster that we can, he is irreplaceable at this moment. Yeah. Yeah. And, this is where we need. This is what we quote pay you for, Bruce. This is what you're. This is what you're here for. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to clean up this mess and figure it out. If it's the medical staff, then make sure that whoever was responsible for this mess up is gone or reprimanded or whatever it is. But Bobby, I thought you said it so well. If in fact this Lock and Fora report is true, what the hell? What the hell? Like, like again, he's. I mean, as far as a left tackle can be, he's your franchise player. Mm-hmm. He's the best left tackle this franchise has ever had. A top pick, a guy you've groomed his entire career. You got you extended. Locker room leader too. He's a human Locker being. Leader. Captain. He's captain. And he's here. a human being. Thank you, Gregor. He's right. a human fucking, being. Like, right. He's the your very employee. Least as an employee, as the, that's just it's ridiculous. As an employer, the very least, even if you you can bench him, you can not pay him, you can trade him, you can release him, you can stash him on the team and and run him into the ground. But at the very least, treat him like an employee because that's what he is, and and like a person who has given his body, his time, his effort, his blood and sweat and tears to this team for the past however many years. Almost ten years. Almost ten years. A, a decade. Mm-hmm. A decade worth of that shit. And you're just gonna mistreat him, and then not. Yeah, it's it's, it's not even a football lady. Really, look look at what the Boston Red Sox just Me did yeah. 
to David Ortiz. They just flew him from the Dominican Republic after being shot to Boston to get me- the best medical treatment they can. All paid. He's not yeah. even on the team anymore. Yeah. He hasn't been on the team for however many years. That's the very least you could do. And, and, and if that's the case, then I'm mad at the Redskins. If it's the financial thing, I get it from both sides, and mm-hmm. it, it'll play out. Yep. I want to get all the details on this, man. Like, I want to hear what Trent has to say. Honestly, I'm sure he's going to keep his mouth shut for a while. But he's always been pretty freaking open and honest with the media. Like, mm-hmm. he is a really good interview. And I feel like at some point he's going to say his piece on this. But I think it'll be after he gets traded. And it'll probably be because of that trade that the, he'll have to sign something that says that he doesn't. Because if it is negligence Ooh. on their part, he's going to get paid for that. Right. So... Ugh, and he, he'd be he wouldn't if he were to come out and say like say that is the case and that it's you know the Redskins are at fault and all of this he's opening himself up to all right well as shitty as that is you know I don't want to be talked about like this by our organization It's the same thing that happened to those other uh, what's that other player um, recently on the Redskins who we got rid of and before he had the same problems with another Sue Cravens yeah. Just like talking about the coaching staff. Oh, oh swearing. Talking. Swearinger. Oh, DJ. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Talking about the coaching staff, talking like, you know, just running his mouth kind of thing, which I don't think this is the scenario, but I think he's yeah. tactically understanding that he needs to be quiet at this moment. One, for either legal purposes or two, if he ends up wanting to get paid. I think we're all on the same page if it's the medical issue. And also, like, if it is a medical issue, I don't know how this works in terms of uh, being a professional athlete, in terms of like your privacy medical privacy because like you know obviously the, it, the hippo laws is that what you mean yeah i get like you know a pork probably speak to it better than i can but like you know your right to privacy in terms of your medical information and stuff like that and especially i know he's a professional athlete and if he gets injured on ball playing football that probably becomes public information mm-hmm. but with the tumor thing i mean there were reports that he was pissed that that got leaked yeah. and that's a personal uh, thing okay i didn't know that and yeah. like now, granted, you're a professional athlete. You kind of know what you signed up for. Right. You know, if you have cancer and you have a surgery to defeat cancer, that's unlikely that it's not going to get found out about. So if he's mad about that, I understand that too. Um, but I don't know how that privacy thing works with terms of professional athletes because it is kind of – it becomes yeah. public knowledge. I mean, like injury reports come out from playing right. in the game, something that's outside of that, whether or not that's – supposed to be public exactly knowledge. Sure I, can't, I can't speak to that either but my uh, off the I mean what I would think would be is that that's not supposed to be yeah just because it's you know that's a private medical issue with himself yeah. yeah I also wonder if maybe it was something the Redskins didn't catch or he brought it to them and they didn't diagnose it well enough I mean this or is just, just like entirely speculation yeah. and then he got a second opinion and was like they were like nah dude we, we need to you need to have surgery right now mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's kind of Again, in every scenario, that sounds like blame the Redskins. Yeah. But now, if it's back to the money thing, I think this is something we can talk more about because sure. the money thing, like, mm-hmm. this just, if it's a money thing, then it sounds more of like Trent sees an opportunity. Like, it just kind of all falling in his lap that this is a perfect time to ask for more money. Sure. Again, he's 10 years into his career. He is due up for a new contract in two years. Think about what the Saints just did with Cam Jordan today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And signed him to that's his last contract probably because he's yeah. twenty nine, yeah, uh, almost thirty, and he actually turned thirty. Oh no, he turned twenty nine yesterday. Sorry. Anyways, um, so that that con the contract that he signed what three years fifty two and a half million that's going to ride him out for the rest of his career. Now Trent has that as leverage as well to add on. Oh, you don't have a backup. Oh, you have a rookie quarterback. 
oh, I've been here forever. I deserve the benefit of the doubt. Oh, now the Redskins have the thing where, okay, you've only played in 30% of the games for the past three years or however many it is. But it seems like Trent Williams has the right leverage in the scenario to ask for more money. Yeah. Sure. I wonder if he's also worried about because Sheriff's about to get paid, right? Mm-hmm. We got to pay Sheriff. That's, I hope yep, so. that's next year. Please, so, please. Do please. it now. I Trent's agree. like, yo, before you pay this dude, I've been here forever. And look at all these dudes. I mean, Nate Solder's making like, what, $4 million more per year or something like that based on yeah. the I, – I don't remember the chart specifically. But, yeah, I get it. You know, that's that's the business of sports. Yep. So I, I hope he's here, man. I, did. <laughs> I mean, really. you're talk- if he's not here, you're talking com- – uh, such a substantial trajectory in terms of what this team's goals are this season. I mean, if he would have a war, it's got to be at least two, right? Like he probably he probably wins his two games a year when he's healthy. Yeah, yeah. if he's playing, he. Pr- I mean, which he and apply to that. that to football, where two wins is worth you know a lot, a lot <laughs> over the course of a season. That, oh yeah, that's dude. kind of yeah, that's kind of my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Like yeah. he means a lot to yeah. this team, and yeah. especially considering if Dwayne, if the Redskins don't have a choice but to start Dwayne Haskins this year, yeah. and then right. it's like. What's that uh, meme? This is fine, and everything's this on is fire. Fine. So, yeah. speaking of trajectory, uh, Las Vegas has us, the Redskins, at six and a half wins. That, I mean, we've won, we've gone seven to nine back-to-back seasons, so six and a half isn't, you know, out of the realm. Um, it did seem a little bit, I thought it had been a little bit higher. Mm. Yeah, I thought I thought it should have been higher. Six and a half? Six and a half. I think that's, I'm, uh, that's kind of what I would expect. I was thinking actually lower. Yeah. I again. Why we, is that when we've improved uh, at so many positions? Yeah, defense is going to be great. Again, I just when we talked about this I think in our draft preview show. I I'm just fully anticipating the Redskins to be mediocre to bad this year. And and that's kind of along the lines of my thinking of drafting a quarterback next year because mm-hmm. I, I thought that uh draft I think next year's draft will be a little deeper in terms of pro style quarterbacks. Sure. Now I am happy with now I came around and I'm happy with the Haskins pick now. And I'm fully okay with it. I, I want a ten year plan. You know, like what's the five to ten year plan? Not yeah. a plan for this year, because I, I honestly think they're not gonna be good this year. Mm-hmm. And I'm I am already as of mid April, so I'm now two months into it, mentally and physically preparing myself for them to be bad this so year. So the thing is <laughs> The the Redskins, when they were healthy, relatively speaking, they were also the top their of the division. Daunting. It, it's really not. We actually have the the most favorable schedule in the in but the, the, the NFC. First six the weeks first six are weeks so are a gauntlet. Good. Following that, um, and but that never also plays out. Yeah, correct. It's also when we've played our best ball and we've been healthy the last couple of years. Is this yeah, before six weeks. before we get dis- dismantled? Yeah, yeah. and that, and there goes the hope thing again. <laughs> oh my God, we're gonna be nope. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, seven wins the last two years, and they—I can't even begin to go through like all the different, like, n- you know, you can cite the players, but also the roles that they played. I mean, Richardson you, went down six games in. That's your number one receiver. Sheriff, your best guard, goes down mm-hmm. halfway through the season. Yep. Trent missed what halfway. six games? I mean, it, it, it just—I mean, you take those roles away, those first string guys on other teams around the NFL playoff teams, they're not making the playoffs, you know. So. Yeah, six and a half though. I don't know. It makes, it makes well, sense. Well, you me. know, it, well, it's, I thought it's, we're kind of bookend. I'm looking at the schedule. The schedule is kind of bookend. It's top heavy and bottom heavy. The middle part looks like the easy part, the quote unquote easy part, because you open with at Philly, loss, home against Dallas, mm. probably loss, home on Monday night against the Bears. That game final score is gonna be forty five to three, guaranteed. Yep. 
At Everyone New- knows the rules. <laughs> at the Giants. So that's th- all three division opponents, two on the road, and then a home Monday night football game. I mean, at best, they come out one and three. And then you go to New, and then you play the Patriots. So at best, you're the first five games. You're Rule one number and, five. You're one and four. Rule number five. I I, yeah. I I don't see I don't see two wins within the first five games. I love. I say goals, maybe New way. York. I mean, the next best would be maybe Dallas, just because it's at home. D- division games, though, especially early in the season, you know, maybe it goes either way. Like to me, if they can get a split with Philly and Dallas. You're going to have a hard time beating the Bears, but we also got to remember the Bears have, do have a hard time scoring points sometimes. Mm-hmm. They do. Trubisky's, you know, we got a great D-line, man. That could be a defensive s- struggle. The, but the D-line it, is, at home. if they can keep Allen, Payne, Ionitis. Also, extend Allen now. Yeah. <laughs> Please and yeah. thank you. God, he's And then extend Payne next year. And Give oh, me all sweat, care again. I mean. See, that's the thing. Our defense got better. That defense is, is going to be good. I worry about the secondary, though. I do. Me too. I do. Like yeah, I like I'm more so worried about free I'm mostly safety. worried about Monte Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's the real thing. If he doesn't work out, then then who? Yeah, yeah. I love this. Chaser Everett again. Oh, oh boy, he had a pick six today. He, he, <laughs> off case game too. Yeah, that's they, someone, start, they drafted uh, what's his name uh, Apke last year. It was he terrible. Got hurt, hurt hurt really early on. He was yeah, not. At least good. they got bodies. I mean, well, sh- you know, I don't know. Apparently, Apke just does. He's not. He's not. He's not going to cut it. No. Who was the? Oh, the J- he's a fourth rounder too. The uh, the JMU kids had had a good camp. He's killing yeah, it. Yeah. Hell yeah, well, JMU. Are you a JMU dude? Yeah. <laughs> no, man, for real. I've watched them as many games as I can the last few years, and Moreland stuck out every. I heard that kid's good game. Dude. He's, he, I, I mean, it's mini camp, but he had like three picks in like the first like day or something. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you listen to his broadcast for a CAA game. I mean, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but I know that the color, the play-by-play guy would, all, or not the, the the analyst would always be like, you can't throw at Moreland. Gotta be careful when you throw yeah. a 22. And he'd make plays every time. He's a dog. I mean, dude, and he said, I, I heard him in an interview after uh, practice one day, he was like, I just, I've always had a nose for the ball. I, I can go get the ball. So that's what I want. That skill carries. It does. Yep. 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 Absolutely. So back to the six and a half. Continuing with the schedule, the middle part. This is a, this is where I see most of the wins coming because then you're at Miami, home against San Francisco, mm-hmm. at Kirky and the Vikings on a Thursday night. Awkward. Ooh. At Buffalo by week, then home against the Jets and the Lions. Yeah, we should win those games. Those are winnable games. Absolutely. But then you finish with at Carolina, at Green Bay. Philly and New York at home and at Dallas. I mean, it's really bookend in my opinion. That sure. the tough I, again, I six and a half. That seems about right for me. I, I don't see this as a five hundred or above club. Twelve wins for this year. <laughs> Porter, rest and yeah. going to Super Bowl. Always, always, <laughs> come always. Come on, come on, come on. Always. All right. So we're an hour in. Um, done basketball. Done football. Um, do a few minutes here on baseball. I'm going to start with um, up 95 in Baltimore uh, as we're watching the Orioles play right now. And Patrick Corbin has his third consecutive, third straight bad start. Uh, anyways, big news in Baltimore last week, and that was with the selection of the number one pick in the draft and catcher Adley Ruchman. Am I saying Rutschman. that? Rutschman. Rutschman. Excuse me. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on him? What I mean, it's as I understand it, this has been uh, this. He's arguably the Best prospect that Since? we've seen in a decade. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Yeah. Mind to understand that he is not Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's correct. His Fucking nickname is Captain America. Yes. Fucking idiots. Captain God America. You should <laughs> like well, that. Okay. But, all right. but Gregory, yes, but the thing is, 
Dominicans are not eligible for the major league draft because baseball they do, they sign international players differently. Yeah, so racist. They That's not, why we get the international money. Yeah, they would not be drafted anyways. Racist. They're just signed. <laughs> well, they right. don't have to go through the draft. They, they right, just get signed. Right. It's better. It's for them. almost easier. For them. <laughs> yeah. Um, Adley. Adley is the man. I mean, it, it, best prospect since Harper. Yeah. Damn, I haven't heard that. Yeah. My, I've seen it a lot. My man, my man got walked in a playoff game yeah, with the with bases, bases loaded. loaded. Yeah. And that was the second intentional walk of that game. Mm-hmm. And he's a he's a catcher, right? Uh-huh. But he, is he going to play catcher? He's apparently a very his, good his arm's good to second. So yes. the nice. the scouts. This is insane. If he were to join the major, apparently this is also just scouting. So it's like take it with you, take it with a grain of salt. Right. But apparently, if they brought him up to the major league, no, they haven't even signed him yet. If he was playing for the Baltimore Orioles, the major league club today, he'd be a average to above average catcher right now. That's wow. that's insane. He is already in the top ten to fifteen range in all of baseball prospects. <laughs> wow, that says and a lot. And he hasn't even signed yet. <laughs> wow, he's yeah. so good. I've watched so many highlights of him. Switch hitter, yeah, got oh, a cannon to second. Now Orioles wow. people also uh, now concentrating that towards the Orioles. People have said that once they sign him, the question is where do you put him in the minor league system. Because they're saying he could probably start for AAA Norfolk tomorrow. I would put him in AA. That's where typically the top prospects play. Now, but it's like he also is what twenty one. Uh-huh. You know, he's a junior. Where do you where do you start him? Like, people are saying he, he's probably too good for single A. Yeah, high or mm-hmm. low, mm-hmm. but that's typically where they would start, if not rookie league. Wow. I mean, you're, but he's the number one overall pick and the top prospect. You're a rebuilding club too. I mean. If you're okay with having a guy coming up and hitting 230 for a couple months and maybe his confidence takes a hit and he's got to make some adjustments, you can do that. I mean, I'd call him up in September. Let him yeah, get a few at bats, sell some a tickets. Cup of coffee. And that would sell some tickets. It would definitely sell tickets. It would sell out. It would be like Weeders' yeah. debut. Yes. Yeah. Are they going to keep him at catcher, though? Because that, I mean, yeah. that takes I years off your career, potentially. So that's, the, that's. And doesn't play every day, then also, if he's catching. Potentially. That yeah. also is the question is all right, he was the best overall player. Excuse me. Whoa! What the hell is that? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Were you drinking Trulies over there? No, that's 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 water. Uh, <laughs> that's water. That's whiskey. <laughs> um, that was disgusting. <laughs> um, uh, where the fuck was I? <laughs> that bird really threw me. Uh, switching him from catcher. Oh, um, so since he is twenty-one, that was kind of the whole debate between him and Bobby Wood Jr. because he's only out of high school. Where does he line up with the Orioles' rebuild? How realistically, where do they see themselves being competitive? Three years, four years, five years? Because you don't want to waste his prime while you're still rebuilding. Yeah. Right? Yeah. As the number one yeah, overall because pick. Because you have X amount of years with them as soon as they hit the big leagues. Yeah. So right, I, and I believe you it's six years of controllability yeah. or something like that, where uh, a prospect like that you want to keep uh, you know, for as <laughs> no, long no, as you no, want. No. Another reason why you might not bring him up in September this year, you maybe want to start him at single A somewhere mm-hmm. and just let him go through the normal progression through the minor leagues. And when he does hit the majors, it'll be kind of in line with because that's what the Astros did, mm-hmm. kind of in line with them competing again. Yeah. Okay. Or starting to compete again. Well, plus. Because you don't want I mean, yes, he'll sell tickets, but you don't want to bring a number one overall pick, the cornerstone of your rebuild. Um, just to sell tickets, you know, you want to bring him up because he will, but you also want to bring him up to lead the team mm-hmm. to 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 help win yep. to 
to win divisions and pennants and world, ideally a World Series. Sure. So I, that's it's it's a tough question. You know, it's you start the I clock trust Michael Elias though. You start the service clock. Right, as if, if soon bro- as he hits the major leagues, as soon as he hits he the majors, and I would think that if you bring him up in September, you're probably you're bringing him to spring training with the major league club next year, and then he's he's in the majors next year, right? I mean, would you have him come up in September and then have him in the minors the next year? I guess it depends on how he plays. Sure. Well, then also you can do what like it was frustrating. They talked about a lot with um, Vlad Guerrero. The Blue Jays wouldn't call him up until a certain date, so then they have an extra year of controllability with him. The same thing with Chris Bryant. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. So, I mean, I would say if it was to the best interest of the team, it would probably be something similar to where Vlad Guerrero was, who was also, you know, a a can't-miss type prospect. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to learn some play discipline now. I mean, they all do when they first come up, except Soto. But he fucking golfed a Zach Britton sinker. Oh, yeah. The first person ever to hit it below the zone. And, and crush it for a home run was Vlad, Vlad Guerrero. I mean, yeah. his dad used to hit pitches that would bounce on the ground. So Vladito. Yeah. It's also crazy to think that so, Zach Britton and Vlad Guerrero Sr. were teammates with the Orioles. Oh, yes. Wow. <laughs> shit, really? 2011. Oh, right. Vlad's only year with the with the birds. When Britton was still a starter, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then his son just, whoop, oh, sinker down low, bye-bye. The nasty It's never pitch. happened. Nope. I mean, in 2,500, 2, something like that, 25,000, I, I forget which it was. And um, nobody. Nobody. So I want to go on, go down <laughs> exactly. 95. Um, the Nats are still, I believe, three games under 500, Bobby. Um, however, four games, excuse me. I think it's four. Because they're losing now. But um, anyways, yeah. they've, um, they've corrected themselves, at least temporarily. Uh, they've won 12 out of the last 16, I believe seven out of the last 10. Um we expected this for as bad as the Nats have played four games under 500. Thank you, Bob. Um, for as bad as the first really six weeks of the season were, or even longer, um, there, a correction was expected. Yeah. We weren't going to be this bad. Um, is this something, uh, I guess, Bobby, Ian, Joe, is this temporary or is this what we expected out of this Nats ball? We'll see what baseball Greg has to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Got, got it. Got it. <laughs> nice. Bob, Bobby, Whoa, you, you like go it. first, man. You're the you're the massive dude, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I I think Tom is right. Like this team, on and it's crazy to think that like what a week or two ago, people were seriously considering they need to start selling now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh. this team on paper, when healthy, was is was just too good to be that bad. Yeah. And. And there's, there's frankly too much talent on this team to yeah. sell. I mean, with those three starters at the top of rotation, I, I mean, I can't believe they even were at 19 and 31 at one point. I mean, I mean they had unbelievable the, for the. I mean, Corbin is now having his third straight bad start, but mm. through April, at least through May, they had the best top three mm-hmm. starting pitchers in all of baseball. Yeah, in terms and like all like the saber metrics because then Serger, Serger, what the fuck. Scherzer was what Helen had two wins up until recently, yeah. And but all this, all the advanced stats said that he's still having like a Cy Young caliber season. Yeah, it's just everything behind him not getting a run support is not playing to his favor. So yeah, this team was on paper too good to be that bad. Mm-hmm. They finally got healthy, sort of. Um, you know, Zimmerman's still out. Matt Adams now is oblique is bothering him. Yeah, there might be something wrong with Patrick Corbin. Um. 
the bullpen is starting to come around. Tanneraney has become a, a godsend. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, winning 12 of 16, that's great. You're you're within shooting because there was a point where they were closer to last place than first place. They were closer the Mar- to the Marlins. The Marlins than, were sneaking up on them, dude. Than the Phillies. Yeah. yeah. Before that series they had in D.C., I mean, the Marlins were right on their tail. That that series, I believe, was for a lot. Because I think at that point, the Marlins were only three games back. And yeah. it was a four-game series. So that series was for last place. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, they, for now, they've turned it around. I think the, uh, the question is, is it sustainable? Or is this just a blip on the radar? And granted, their their schedule is getting easier, and other mm-hmm. teams in the division, their schedules are getting harder. Yes, yeah. So that's benefit, but that's just how baseball works. Yeah, I think they've got they come home, and it's the Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. Or actually, I I know they're they're f- f- floating around five hundred, but the run differential is like really good for I think that it's team. The Diamondbacks and the Phillies. Uh, yeah, I mean, either the Phillies or the Braves. Both. Maybe I think it's both actually. Okay, so Phillies that's a tough me. stretch. I mean, that's those are series right there where like, okay, you want to start playing with the big boys and yeah, you want to contend for we the go season spot. D backs with uh, for four games, then Philly, then Atlanta. Yeah, that's. that's right. You want to talk then, about a make or break week and a half. Right. Which I really think that's where we'll be able to tell. Um how sustainable this really is. And there's a couple cupcakes after that going into the All-Star break, too. Yeah. I was saying this, like, this is my thing. If they can be 500 at the end of the month, flirting with 500, like, I, I don't know if the division's going to happen this year. I don't know if we can go over top of Philly and Atlanta. I think one of those teams is going to get really hot, just like last year. Atlanta got Keiko too. Right. Atlanta got hot at the end of the year, pulled away from Philly. You know, I think one of those teams is going to end up at 90, 90, 95 wins potentially, and I don't think the Nats have that in them. I think they're looking at a wild card if they get in. If they get in. At best. But they, they need more in the bullpen. I mean, if they're yeah. hanging around at the deadline, Rizzo's got to make moves, and I'm getting so fucking sick and tired of us going into seasons mm-hmm. with garbage fucking bullpens. You took a flyer on Rosenthal. You took a flyer on Bearclaw. Or however you pronounce it. Is that right? Is it Bearclaw? Right. Bearclaw, yeah. Which is great. That's awesome. <laughs> I know. Um, and obviously Doolittle was close to a sure thing, but he's had a couple of hiccups. I'm just, at what point do we be like, Rizzo, dude, come on. Like, <laughs> we need to be able to close games out, you know? And they've drafted well uh, in the lineup, obviously. They've made great moves for the pitching staff, but, yeah, I mean, I'm not talking about firing Mike Rizzo tomorrow or anything like that, but that was the most frustrating <laughs> to me through well, the first two months was like, here we are again. You know. You're not going to be able to go on a run without a reliable bullpen. No. Regardless of how good you are, there's going to be close games where you need a reliever to go in there and quite simply just throw freaking strikes. Yeah. And bullpens will kill runs, too. Yeah. They'll kill it. I mean, I remember you know the Braves had a great bullpen years back when Kimbrell first came up. Oh, God, yeah. And they Ventures blew a wild card so lead. They blew a wild card lead because those two dudes were exhausted. They were mm-hmm. pitching every day. They were all they had back there. So When the Orioles had their bullpen, mm. and it was, it was... I've never seen anything like where I was never nervous anymore. Yeah. I was People, like, the game, if they had a like, lead oh, we got five, it. The nerves, six, the nerves was, was the over. start of the game. Yes, yeah. yes, it was terrified. Starters, yeah. It's like, okay, we got the lead at the at fifth or sixth. We're good. Well, We're well, good to go. Yeah, and it's that over. was really what was almost an anomaly with the Orioles' success in that really like five, six-year run because your pitch, starting pitching was so inferior. It was garbage. It, it worked, and it showed just the value of bullpen arms. Thank and you, I, and I guess yeah, and it's just trust. it's just so frustrating because it seems like a fixable problem, but it's so 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 bad that it's not just fixable with one player. Yeah. You probably need 
you know, two or three new well, guys. Like Craig Krimble was sitting out there for a third of the season until yeah, just ridiculous. this week. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's too. That's that's baseball now too. Is that like teams are just so hesitant to spend money because so many of them have been burned on these big free agent contracts. I mean, does anyone doubt that the Phillies are going to get burned on that Harper contract if they're not? Getting it's already happening. On, if they're not getting burned on it <laughs> already. Look, I know I they're in first it. place, but. No time for first place now. It's not, right. it's not because of first place. He's an above average hitter. No, he's that's a, what he is. No, that's yeah. it. He's having a historically bad. Yeah. yeah. He's on pace for like the fifth most strikeouts ever. You know what? Yeah. Nats fan made a Twitter handle. Um, did strike? Did Harper strike out? Oh boy! <laughs> did you see? And he just says he just posts whenever he strikes out. The other Jesus, di- uh, the amount of trolling for uh, that. Uh, shit, <laughs> that's, some, that's some pettiness right there. <laughs> yeah. But hey, I'm I'm down. Shit, I'm down. it might have been last night. Did you see? I think the wait are the Phillies playing the backs right now oh they gave up a sh- oh dude I so had- they tied no they set a new major league record for the most home runs in one game combined mm-hmm. yeah 13 mm-hmm. now granted the d-backs hit eight of them <laughs> but so the phillies had five bryce harper hit how many zero zero Goose he went one for 14 one for four on, on a on a day where ball, the ball was literally flying out of the <laughs> yeah. he hit nothing I love it. Citizens Bank is also a bandbox too, man. Some there's some games the Nats have played there where they're just they're just flying out yeah, of there. Absolutely. Um, so I, I guess really an all. I think Grant Danny asked your buddy Jamal this. I believe it was Jamal. Maybe it was Jesse Doherty. Uh, is this sustainable? Or is this really how good they are? And or is it just you know something temporary? Probably both. Um, because again, I, I just don't think there was anyone anyone in baseball's right mind. I'd think that. You know, with talent like Trey Turner and Anthony Rendon and Juan Soto, so on and so forth, that there's just no way they're going to be this bad for this long. It just there's going to be a correction. Um, at the same time, it's just how are they going to be able to do this with a bullpen so historically bad? Yeah, uh, well, here, okay. So, like to that point, though, it's it's it's. I think it's bigger than that. It's yes, they're playing better now, but it's they still can't get all their pieces clicking at the same time. Mm-hmm. For the first two months of the season, it was the bullpen mm-hmm. and injuries to the lineup. Starting pitching was great, but that was about it. And the duel at the back end. They couldn't close out games. Yep. They couldn't hold on leads. They couldn't score enough runs. Offense started coming around. The bullpen has been not as rocky. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not going to call it good just yet. It's not as rocky. But now you're facing an injury to your backup first baseman who's already backing up your injured first baseman. Yep. And now the starting pitching starting to waver because Patrick Corbin's struggling. Yep. And now Max Scherzer and Steven Strasburg have been brilliant. Yep. Um, Annabelle Sanchez and Jeremy Hellickson have both spent time on the IL. Hellickson's yep. still there. Yep. Fetty has he's been pretty oh, good. He's been pretty good. I'm down for the Fetty Fetty being the fifth starter. It, me too. It yep. just seems like nothing. Like they can't get all aspects of the game clicking at the same time. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, that's what you got to do. And yeah. And until that happens, I don't see them catching because they're they're in such a hole. Six games is not the end of the world, but that's still a, a good amount of games you have to make up. Now, this is an opportunity where you're playing the two teams ahead of you in the yeah. next week, but still, I, 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 it's hard to catch up, play catch up when you can't have when you don't have all aspects of the t- of the team clicking at the same time. Absolutely, yeah. And Great when you're point. at twelve games under five hundred at any point in the season, but especially fifty games in, like. That is a whole major hole to dig out of. That's, you, you need a lot yeah. of talent and a lot of luck. You can yeah. float at the top like that, but you can't climb the mountain like mm-hmm. that. 
Absolutely. Especially like. when there's uh, two other teams in your division alone that are trying to win, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I just want to say, thank God they got Harry Kendrick. That was a great move by Rizzo a couple of years ago. I was shitting yeah. on him about the bullpen earlier, but like, yeah. without that dude, I mean, Dozier was slumping early on. Uh, Gomes still can't Dozier's, get it going. Dozier's coming around. Donor, Dozier's is finally showing the power that he's had in previous years, but Kendrick was just such a great we had uh, We had recorded a segment for my work podcast with Dan Coco. Amassin, and we asked him who his MVP so far, and he said Howie Kendrick, yeah. which is crazy. But he, he really, where would this team be without Howie Kendrick yeah. right now? Yeah, dude. I mean, this guy came off of a torn Achilles, and he's 36, 37 years old, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what a what a story. Yeah, I mean, he's never steroids. Had. You want to you want to talk about? I know Sale, but if I'm I am fielding all the calls on him because I bet an a like an AL team where he can DH would covet him going for a run. And he can play multiple positions in the infield yeah. at this point. We got to talk about Rendon though. What happens if they're out of it? Are they gonna just trade him? Fucking shoot me! Because <laughs> I mean, new sound bit. Listen, listen. <laughs> <laughs> what what if they traded Jesus. Harper last year and gotten a haul for him? Are I they gonna let that opportunity p- pass by again? Uh, that can, that can't happen two years in a row. That can't happen. So, but then it's like, well, don't you want to re-sign him? Because couldn't yep. this team be competitive again next year? Yep. I wouldn't even say a, a fire a sale, a retool. It's a tough fucking decision they're going to have to make with him. Yep, absolutely. Never forget that Anthony Rendon is, at the very least, the second best third baseman in the NL right now, and he's only fifth, fifth. in AO, uh, NL MVP. And he uh, doesn't even want to go. Fucking all-star voting. Jesus all-star Christ, voting Robert. Is and he so he, he does, I know he doesn't, doesn't want to go, but I mean, he, people need to recognize he needs to be in a com- He needs to be higher. Yes. Please, for the love of God. Put some spec on it. Yeah. Um, I do want to end on one final baseball topic. Porter, you ready, bud? What's up? So, <laughs> I know traditional rules tend to bother you. A little bit. And so, for example, quite often, if a pitchers do not like being showing, shown up, if a hitter shows them up, mm-hmm. they will throw a 95-mile-an-hour fastball right at your body. And uh, we've talked about that before, right? <laughs> so <laughs> He's a better player than me, and I'm upset. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hit him with a ball. Um, Pussies. So it has been pimping home runs has been of much debate this year, right, guys? That yep. bat flips. Oh, yeah. Anderson. Mm. Yep. Showing off that shit. So, I fucking love it. Um, it's let, it's let it con- yeah. So I, I wanted your take, your your guys's take on the um, Bumgarner, the the bat flipping, and and most recently it was with Bumgarner and Max Muncy hit Dude, a ball. Muncy to, didn't even do anything. He didn't do anything. He he trotted like r- out of the box. Yeah, did he? Did he fucking sprint like he's on a forty yard dash? No. no, he's also <laughs> a big dude. He's and somebody put it next to a Bumgarner um, frame by frame, and they walked the exact same speed after the home <laughs> run. It's like it was, and if anything, Bumgarner took his time more than Muncie. <laughs> I was like, you just can't pick and choose when you want to tell us. He said, fucking run. You run out of the box. No, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, well, and I love what Muncie said. You don't want to watch it? Go get out of the fucking ocean. <laughs> I do have Mad Bum, though. Yeah, so do I, but like that was a bush league fucking yeah. like well the other thing too is like do you see like the side by side like the framing like Bumgartner wasn't even looking at Muncie when he was going out of the box he, he was wasn't look, he was watching the ball he wasn't so how, how do you know he didn't sprint like obviously he's going slow pace but like you didn't even watch him pimp his home run yes. like how do you know he actually did and and I'll say this I, I am of I prefer the quiet professional act like you've been there I would much rather you just you know round the bases high five your teammates in the dugout which mm. which is typically what is what is most common at the same time, you are playing a sport that is highly emotional. 
and you are doing something, in my opinion, is the hardest thing to do in any professional sport, and that's to hit a baseball off of a professional pitcher. Yeah, yeah. If you can do that, have fun. I get yeah. it. You're playing a sport. If and that's I, what you want to do, then I don't blame you. I mean, they do it in every other sport. Yeah, what's the difference between, like, draining a three in someone's yeah, face and, and, like, doing, like, the three? Or a cornerback literally doing nothing on a play. And, and celebrating like right. it's like, that like they fucking win. won the goddamn Super it's like, Bowl. You yeah. got you got overthrown. Shut up. You, yeah, you, you you got beat. You, you were burned. You did nothing. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, you did your job poorly. In every sport, people are showing off or boasting, whatever you want to call it. Sure. The Anderson thing, like and Anderson, he crushes that ball, and he's like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm throwing my bat. Don't let them do it then. I, I think to a certain extent, context matters. Like in what the score is. Like if you're down 13 zip and you hit a hit a big fly, like don't, same thing. Like don't. first downs when you're well, down 40 points. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like this, you know what I'm saying. Like I think that does matter. But you know, agree. Baseball needs this shit, man. They There's do. a whole generation of fans that are turned off by baseball that say it's too boring. I say fucking mix it up. I don't want to see yep. guys get hit. Obviously, I think that shit's fucking ridiculous. But I don't have a problem with Mad Bum getting emotional and he had a great quote after the game he basically said look i I, i've been trying to tell myself i should just let the kids play but i just can't do it i'm too fired up out there i'm too competitive i can respect that i'd be i'd be pissed if i gave up a 450 foot bomb into the ocean and you know it was a bomb it was a bomb (laughs) so i don't know and he was arguing with the ump like right before that yeah and that's why i think he was really fired up yeah because he was pissed off at and rightfully so, mm-hmm. one was a strike, called a ball, the exact same spot, then he called it a strike. He's like, well, what the fuck are you doing then? <laughs> it's right. like, right. let's have some consistency. And then Muncie bombs him. And Bumgarner didn't give up a run the rest of the start, though. I mean, which he's I think an animal. great. He's yeah. A- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, after that, he was like, mad all right. bum. Yeah. I'm and, and Sean Doolittle came out today on the, when he was on Grant and Danny and just said, you know, when sometimes if I close the save, strike a guy out, I'm, I am. Letting out like a blood curdling just roar. Like it's. He gets and, amped. I love it. Yeah. And that's fine. He doesn't get reprimanded for that. Hitcher, pitcher, yeah. Batters aren't throwing Scherzer their bat. yells every, t- every single oh, time yeah. he strikes out somebody. You're going to tell, like, what? Are you going to throw your bat at him every time that he does that? No. Like, with, so with just Max, you, though, you he, can control that because you have the ball in your hand. That's childish. With Max, though, he's never directing it at the bat. I know. He always looks away. He's my favorite player. Yeah. I'm not, like, I love Max Scherzer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I don't think you'll ever see Max like someone homers off him. You'll never see Max like stare down the batter. Ironically, I feel like I remember one instance and I could have just misread the situation, but I think it was in the playoff game a couple years ago against the Cubs and Brian and Rizzo, he got them out back to back and I think he was pissed at Rizzo cuz Rizzo had oh, said yeah. that shit after game 3. We're like, "Don't fucking pitch to me. Don't fuck with me." He had a loop into center field. Yeah. And Max said something to him on the way back. He was like, "That's you're fucking. That's, out. I got your fucking ass." Yeah. Well, that's David. If you're coming after him, yep. he's gonna bark it's back. Gonna be right. But he'll never, right. I don't think he'll ever be the one to instigate it. No, yeah. definitely not. But he'll always he'll bark back if we're gonna bark at him because he that's, thinks that he should strike you out every single time. Yeah. Right. Ironically, after that, things went way. Down. He goes with his. He, got he goes against himself more than anybody. Yeah. Just, you stupid motherfucker! I'm gonna strike <laughs> <him>. <laughs> I was like, his I words. Love you. His words actually. Yeah, that's exactly what he was saying. Yeah. And, and Orioles we baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the ball going? Uh, all right. You know, it's it's just it, if in fact you are bothered by that, it still doesn't. The punishment for getting a nine for a fastball getting thrown at you does not equal you flipping your bat. No, yeah, not at and all. And 
that needs to change. And yes, I love baseball flights. I like how they police themselves. But Joe, I think you said it great. Baseball is in, has a serious, serious problem when their core demographic is white men 35 years and older. <laughs> yeah. Baseball is not cool. Yeah. And it's not played in urban areas. Um, and, and it just needs to find other ways to, it needs to move the needle. I it, mean, I, and I think the discussions over the juiced ball are 100% accurate. I mean, they've been talking about this the last couple of years. Home runs are skyrocketing all over the game. I mean, there's tons of guys on pace for like 45, 50. Christian fucking Yelich has 25 <laughs> home runs already. He's a stick figure. So yeah. like, I do Trying think. to be a better than Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> right. I think they're they're juicing the ball so that more home runs get hit because they know people want to see home runs. They want to come and see the ball get hit over the fence, and they want to see strikeouts. And so I'm all for this. I know a lot of people are, you know, want to see the traditional game and they want to see bunting and stolen bases. Well, that's all great. We do have but six players already with 20 home runs. The Nats? No, no, no the baseball. Oh. Uh. That's a. I feel like that's a lot. That Dude, is a lot. We're like seventy. We're, six a, thir- we're a third through the through six the players right are now. on pace for sixty home runs. Wow. We're almost. So I guess the Nats have played. They're thirty-one and thirty-five. So they're at sixty-six. So yeah, we're at almost. We're not even halfway. What? Halfway. Halfway. <laughs> not even halfway through the season. No, not even close. It's today yeah, it's was a little, game it's six. A little, it's a little over a third. Today was game sixty-seven yeah. for the Nats. Yeah. yeah. God, that's unbelievable. So it's <laughs> incredible. So, Six players are on pace for 60 home runs. Who? Uh, starting from the bottom, Gary Sanchez, Mike Moustakas, uh, Encarnacion for Seattle, Cody Ballinger, Pete Alonso, and Christian Yelich. Yeah, holy shit. Wow. That's a lot. Um, all right. So we are going to wrap that up on all the sports. And or- we are Orioles. And three more players have 19. <laughs> so they're right, <laughs> behind, they're right behind them. And yep. then a bunch of 18. This is insane. That's crazy. That's a lot of home runs. All right. Anyways, sorry. No, you're okay. Um, we're gonna end on Greg. It's your time to shine, bud. So, um, I know it, feel, it feels like a, a year ago. Internet shopping over here again. <laughs> feels like a year ago. Apologies, my lord. It's okay. <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones officially ended a few weeks ago. Um, I know we have been recapping every episode so far. Um, what we do? The, we missed the last two, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. so, we all know what's what's happened. Major, major spoiler. If, if you, you don't, don't learn, you don't fuck you. Yeah. Yep. So. You're not missing anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, we didn't like it. Um, well, Bobby probably did. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> What's so wrong about that? Nothing. I wish I enjoyed it. I wish I had your just utter optimism. God, I hate it. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, honestly... I, I'll, I'll stand with you, Bobby, a little bit in saying that. Like, at least I very rarely does a show of that magnitude and that much following and that much fanfare mm-hmm. end the way that you want it to end. Absolutely. And but that being said, a show of that magnitude and that fucking following <laughs> should have the ending that it fucking deserves. Yes. It's the biggest show on television for eight years in a row. It it. Uh, what was the season opener was 14 15 million people something like that of of this season like it felt like in the beginning the whole time i was like all right it's gonna get better it's gonna get better it's, it'll be fine it'll be fine just let, it, <laughs> just let it go it'll be fine yep that was dumb that was dumb too just let it go it'll be okay and then you know they start the walk to westeros and uh, 
they they messed up so much. There's so many plot holes they never addressed. So many people that are fucking alive. Like storylines should have ended so many times. Bobby, like, are you stretching or raising your hand? He's I'm raising, raising my he's hand. He's raising his hand for sure. Just, 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 just a second. I, that's just why I raised my hand. You're coming. You're coming. You're coming. And that's what she said. it's just, I don't know. Like, I think the ultimate kick to the nuts was they up and decided that a bunch of people who were the last remaining people in power of lordships of Westeros were like, you know what? I think I uh, I can't remember who was talking about it. I know your brother had talked about it, Ian. But uh, so like, let's just up and invent democracy. <laughs> <laughs> We've never ever done this before. Never, it's never happened. Nobody's ever talked about it. It's only been fucking pain and suffering, and the fucking top top one percent has ruled over everything. But you know what? Let's let's try democracy. Let's see if we can vote the next fucking king. And by the way. Let's do it to the guy that stares off into the distance all the time that no one knows if he's a real fucking human anymore. <laughs> like, that's the guy. That's the guy we're going to pick. Nobody else that has any amount of just, no, the guy in the wheelchair who says weird fucking shit all the time and turns into birds. <laughs> who did who did nothing. Did absolutely nothing the last season except fly around and tell people weird quotes and was like, yeah, get him, get why, do you think I, why do you think I came here? We didn't, we didn't even find to, out if he was the Uber horse or not. I have yeah. to go now. It was just like I, I was what? like, Where are you "Come going? on, come back, Brett." <laughs> you know, and and the the oh God, yeah, that was that was that was harsh. I was just like, "Come I, on, man." I also thought, okay, so yes, bullshit, absolutely. The brand selection totally threw me off. It, I never read the books. Did anyone here read the books? I'm reading them right now. You're reading them right now. High yeah. five. Book okay. club. Awesome. And I just I'm reading a different book so you could read the first one right oh. now. So my so wife, you're one down, haven't started two yet. I, I finished the first one and now I'm reading The Name of the Wind. Mm. The Wind. My wife read all the books, so she she nerded out on this thing big time and like there were so many areas where they that they left out along the way, but she also used to note how in the first five seasons when they had the book as the text, like the dialogue was lifted like word for word from the books, and it's like they hit this point where to me the last two seasons felt like Cliff's notes of Martin's eventual books. They rushed it. It was what. 12, 13 episodes, and they'd done 10 yeah. episode seasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it was to me. It was just like they just took this story that had all these storylines and it had gone all over this world and lines of succession and all this shit, and then they just like crunched it down and got ran to the finish line as fast as they yeah. could. Yes, HBO, exactly took a, HBO took a money grab, and there's also plenty of blame to put on fucking uh, 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 Martin, and Bobby had brought it up before that he finished the last book that he wrote when they started season one. He had eight fucking years. Yeah. 2011, it was his, when yeah. his last fucking book he, came out. last book came he out the same year the show wrote debuted. short stories. He wrote separate stories. He wrote a whole separate different book thing, but didn't touch So much blame game is on George R. Like, R. What, the, what the fuck? I yes. think the show fucked him up too, man. I just think well, yeah, too much pressure on him the now. Show, yeah. And like, he, I, said he, he even said he's got... There might be he might have too many storylines going on that he got a little overwhelmed. Right, but I totally and, agree. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> I mean, like, get the uh, just to hit that wall after churning them out for so long. It's crazy, yeah. man. So, so my question is back to the show. Are you upset with the ending, or are you upset with how we got there? Both. 
Yeah, all of the above. All the above. All all the above. There should have been a season for the White Walkers. There yes. should have been a season for Westeros. Yes, yeah. absolutely. God, the White Walkers. That's still. I, I mean, know. I get, I get that they're t- so they're they're starting. Uh, they're in production for uh, the the uh, prelude to Game of Thrones that is going to focus on the White Walkers, the uh, Children of the Forest, and the First Men. Um, so I get a little bit that they don't explain anything. They don't explain the symbols. They don't explain the motive. They don't explain where they like that. Who the original Night King is? They don't do any of that. Like they never talk. That's apparently supposed to be this uh, new money grab so and new saving. thing of doing that. But there was so much they could have put into to at least I don't know, just something else for him for the for the Night King to die in one battle scene, yeah, in one battle episode, and then out of Tyrion's own suggestion. He sees her murder an entire fucking city. But, you know, hey, she locked me up. You should follow my footsteps, man. Like, pull the pull the trigger, bud. Like, <laughs> what else do you need to see? It's like, you know what? You're right. Everything else I've seen and witnessed and her, her murdering fucking the Lannister army that surrendered themselves, that wasn't it. You push me over there, Tyrion. <laughs> right. You're you're pretty smart there, bud. That's kind of except. Why is all of a sudden Tyrion like one of the dumbest people? Yeah. In yeah. the in, in all of Game of Thrones, when his mind it, is where he's brought him to. Yes, he's, right. he's literally the clever man. He, that's what he is. That's, right. He's the smartest guy probably in Westeros. Right. At least one of them. And then all of a sudden, now he's just a fucking idiot. He can't get anything right. I yeah. I, I part of me it, wonders. It me. Yeah. Is that like. Was that just a plot function for them to make Or they just don't know how to write or for somebody that's exactly smart. like that's the Martin effect. It's like they lost Martin and yeah. like they didn't have their source material anymore. My buddy said the same shit. thing for Littlefinger. He said they, they Littlefinger they just was, ran out of shit. Littlefinger was too complex for them. So that's why they just killed him off. Ha- has him like setting up some silly plot like he's gonna turn Arya and Sansa against each other. <laughs> like Yeah. I, I just Well, there's so many different reasons okay so how we got here there's so many different reasons we are where we are or we got to where we got to because one the George R. R. Martin effect obviously he didn't read uh, didn't finish the books mm-hmm. two so he tells the showrunners the ending after season three right or before season three yeah I think it's after season after. three after so he so basically his house said how, this is how it ends and they're like oh shit we have to wrap up so much from between now and like we ha- we're not even close to getting there. There's so much we have to cram into, and then also exclude because we have to get to this endpoint at right. in however many. So HBO gave them eight seasons, right? So we have to we have this many episodes to get to this endpoint. There is so much we cannot include now that they build up within the first three seasons. Like they were probably anticipating that they would have the time to expand on the White Walkers and on the and on Bran being the three eyed Raven and, and they got offered magic. through ten seasons. Though. Yeah, I thought HBO was yeah. like, dude, you guys can keep going with this. They I wanted think, them to do ten seasons. Yeah, yeah and I this think, is this is all on Game of Thrones and and D and D. Yeah, yeah. Benny Benioff and Weiss. I personally, I think what happened is like. They wanted to capitalize on this opportunity after doing the show. I mean, no one knew who these fucking guys were before Game of Thrones. And now they've got Star Wars. And now they've got fucking Star Wars, dude. I mean, you gotta. I mean, what was it? Entourage always. They were like, you gotta, you gotta seize it when it's hot. You gotta go for it when you're, you know. Yeah. So like, I in a way, I don't really fault them for being like, all right, let's get this shit over with. We gotta, we gotta do the next thing. We gotta keep the momentum going. But like, 
you're sacrificing a huge fan base and like well that was one of the things like the Cersei thing pissed me off so much too because they followed every plot point from the Witch of the Woods giving them that that uh, um, um, prophecy prophecy of what was happening everything else had happened except for the last one the only one that mattered the only person that deserved to die the most horrible death somehow in some manner of some way being from whoever, literally any other ending than what they did, where they're happy together and they're in a fucking basement and the shit crumbles on them. Yep. That was the most lackluster, anti-climactic. like anticlimactic yep. ending to their death ever. And I, I mean, think that's when it comes down season. to it. When I'm looking at it, like individually from individual characters, how dissatisfied I am with so many. Yeah, right. just go um, through it with the Lannisters, both Jamie and, and Jamie, Cersei, um, Arya's. Um, career um, I'm going path. west. Yeah, west of Westeros. Yeah. What's west, west of West? And I don't know. She <laughs> Nothing. Used the, she used the faces. What one time we spent the, again, two seasons with her training. They to didn't do know that. what to do with it. Yeah, and they did nothing. You you gave me Walter Frey, and that was about it. Yeah. That's it. That's the only time. Yeah. I mean, and then Jamie the too. They, they, they had a whole arc <laughs> planned out for Jamie. You spent all this time. Yep. He goes. Oh, he, be- he betrays Cersei. He leaves her to go and fight. The White Walkers, and then he goes as far to sleep with Brienne, <laughs> and then he just decides yeah. on a fucking I'm whim, I'm going to go back. I love Cersei. She's going to die in my arms. Yeah. And now, then, if like, he went back to kill her, I'd be like, "All right, thank you." What was the point of the well, yeah, Greyjoy fight? It too. was right there. The Greyjoy fight was so fucking dumb. What was yeah. the point oh, let's, of that? Let's just both exit at, at the exact same point in fucking in a giant battle. Let me it's be like, the man that killed uh, Jamie Lannister. I was the man who killed. Yeah. Shut like, the fuck the up. Fuck <laughs> who? You're on. Uh, oh yeah, how they just into on, each the, other. on the beach. And I mean, he killed Jamie. He stabbed him in the fucking like abdomen yeah. three times, and Jamie just walks all the way up to the castle <laughs> and dies because the rocks fall on him. Like I, yeah, it was sloppy. Well, it was just. I feel like it, it just wasn't consistent with their character arc. So, for example, Correct. when you mentioned right. Jamie, a guy that really since he pushed Bran out of a out of a window, who has basically just kind of was like Jesse Pinkman. Pinkman to me. Like, I hate Jesse. Yeah. And then season by season, I was like, you know what? He ain't bad. (laughs) He's awesome. And then I'm like, don't say bitch as much. (laughs) That that speech to Brienne about killing, about serving. Yeah. And and when they're in the bath, I mean, what an incredible scene. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That was amazing. I cut you off. My bad. No, you're fine. And it's just, what what was the point of, of doing that if it ended? Not similar to it, and same with Arya, and same with John. I mean, I really thought one of the biggest cliffhangers in this show, even though that we all kind of figured out prior, was, oh my god, Jon Snow is not a Stark. He's yeah. actually a Targaryen. For no reason. For no, <laughs> what, was, what was the point of his lineage? For no reason. He was yeah. a Targaryen. Yeah. Everything was for no reason. Yeah. And, and like the, the Daenerys and John relationship, at no point... Like, oh, it's really sketchy. It's really sketchy. But, like, they never say to each other, John's never like, you're my fucking aunt. You're my aunt. That's why we can't be together. It's just like these little looks are just. Well, for her, that's normal. Like, yeah. And and that's, that's, they're, they're, you know, Targaryens or Valyrians are quote unquote fucking magical or whatever. Aunt and fucking. But. Nephew is like nothing. That's like. Well, remember the the meme that I sent out of you of uh, uh, Michelangelo, where John says, or she was like, you know, incest or or murder fest, and John says, I can't. It's just murder fest. It is. <laughs> and it's just like 
you know, gets rejected by them. And we talked about <laughs> it before of just how like the little bit of just not getting her way makes her, you know, turn the tide. Kill everybody. Immediately. Yeah. And it's, it's the, the dragon at the end. John's yeah. just murdered his mother. And now it's apparently he's this, you know, you know, merciful fucking Benevolent. animal <laughs> oh, that and, just and, doesn't yeah. care and just picks her up gently by the claw and flies. You off probably had your reasons. Well, also, like, <laughs> does the dragon understand metaphor all of a sudden too? He burns yeah. the throne down. <laughs> yeah. like, this is bullshit. Is it? Did I miss? Was there an episode where like, was it? Was he it must take these cans. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a, that's it a just jerk quote. <laughs> old movie <laughs> that's an old yeah, movie I love a jerk man um yeah it was just there were so many points where it's like could you have spent maybe 10 or 15 more minutes thinking this through <laughs> you know and then they're leaving fucking coffee cups and shots and the, you know like i would give them 10 i would give them 10 episodes maybe a whole other season would have been too much with all the talent on there and them wanting to be able to do other projects right i get it but eight seasons, even with the amount that they boiled it down to, and even with the hour and a half, like it just, it wasn't enough Mm-mm. to do what they should have done. And I mean, to come from it from our perspective, which is not, I mean, relatively well informed, but more passionately, you know, of the of different opinions, like ours are adamantly and agreed upon upon the fucking you know Twitterverse mm-hmm. as much better ideas than what got created in the writing room. <laughs> like how those professionals who are knowing all of it, reading the books, knowing the source material, being with it for eight fucking seasons, doesn't think that's a good idea. Yeah. Like what is, I want to know what that thought process was because it's clearly not for quality because so many people were pissed off about it. Yeah. Even during the readings like <laughs> that they showed on HBO. I haven't seen yeah. the inside the episode yet. I, I, really I just saw whatever that, that a couple cliff notes, did. and it was oh. fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah. Some of those people were just like, what the fuck? Uh, the actors it? definitely... Varys was not happy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Varys was not happy And even in interviews, you could read just in the words, like in the quotes, yes. like there's just this coldness. Like, yeah, I didn't really like that. that that's the way they, they went back and it showed out. all that. It was, oh, man. So, you know, I don't know. I just got, I've, Tom has heard me talk about The Sopranos a million times. I just finished watching that again and, like, talk about a way to end a fucking show. I know some people hated the cut to hated black. Hated <laughs> Okay. But I just feel like the last season of that show nailed it. And Breaking Bad fucking nailed Breaking it. Bad Breaking Bad nailed it. Breaking Bad. Agreed Breaking on Bad that one. Awesome, man. And, like, uh, Mad Men, I don't know if you guys have seen that. I've that. Okay. So I, heard that that, was, I heard that jump shark, though. Uh, the main characters need to die. They can't go on. John Dexter was so bad. Go into the fucking white forest, smiling his happy ass off, leading the fucking wildlings (laughs) to go start a new commune. Like he was was that. Like Like, was he just like fuck the wall? I mean, because what's the point? They're you're friends with the wildlings now. There is no white walkers. I guess not. Well, there wasn't white walkers when they beat him the first time, and they came back. So. I totally thought we were going to get a little like, oh, the White Walkers aren't dead thing at the end. Just a little blue eyes. Just a, yeah, something <laughs> yeah. to something to make you go, oh, okay, it's not all happy and rosy. But you know what I'd hate to be is the guy that gets sent to that wall and you'd be like, hey, uh, by the way, that big ass fucking wall's broken. Uh, you got to rebuild that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and it's uh, magic ice, by the way. Fix that shit. We're figure, definitely not getting that security out. deposit back. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody let Ian drive, <laughs> and now the now the wall is broken. You're welcome. <laughs> Don't tell me well, not the floor. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, that's funny because like the part that is broken is by 
the water. So right. Ian could very well have driven <laughs> a boat into that part of the wall. I'm going to gut it. <laughs> yeah, stand by it. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Bobby, I know we're, we're, we're kind of piling on no, here. Okay. Uh, I know oh, you said shit. you liked it. I'm sorry. Um, no, it's okay. again. So my whole thing. I wish I, wish I liked it. it. No, my okay. whole thing. Yeah. It's been all season. Is <laughs> it, it was never going to please everybody, Mm-mm. especially no, coming into the last two seasons. Last season was eight or seven episodes. This one was six. Even with the expanded time, it doesn't add up. You you just can't flesh it out like you can with a ten episode season. The ten seasons thing, I did not know, which I feel like that's something I should have known. But that kind of changes my. View about because I was I've been blaming HBO, like HBO wanted them. They cut it short. It's like, well, this is the product you get when you cut something short if if you give it half ass effort. Um, but anyways, I I I was going into it, and I've said this before. The last season, I'm just gonna enjoy it. whatever they put out on screen. It's the last time we're gonna see this story of a song of ice and fire on television. Let's just enjoy it because we love this show so much. I, I'm on, I am very much the type of person who like, what's the point of getting so upset about something? Let's just yeah. let's just you know let's just all have fun. Forever yeah. optimist. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like I. You know, what are, what's that. my stance on abortion? I've, let's just I've, all just have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you get pregnant. <laughs> Don't I go mean, to Alabama. Now, wouldn't it be tight if everyone was chilled <laughs> with each other? I mean, like, yeah, I. The la- it was I, now, it had uh, moments. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, just, now. Am I completely satisfied? No. Would I have done th- things differently? Obviously, but I—I I mean, I s- still enjoy, I still enjoyed it, and I would rewatch it, and still I think like it. Now, it's frustrating again to watch because it's like I'm sure now that we're going down the books, and mm-hmm. if the books ever get written, but you know, by the time maybe we're 65, Please. I'm sure it'll be like, damn it, why didn't they put this on screen? Yes, yeah. But for what we got. I'm also now. How does your wife feel about the books versus the show? Because I have, my sister has okay. read the books, and I have a friend at Jamal Collier who covers the Nats for MLB.com. Yeah, man, he's great. He, uh, read, I don't know him personally, but I, he read the I books. <laughs> Fr- friend of the program. Friend yeah. of the program. He read the books and loves the show too. Yeah, I've been seeing him. And I've heard many him. people say, and I think Danny like at, it gets to a point where they're both. You have to just accept them as different entities. Right, like they're just separate, and like that's how you have to go about reading and watching the show. Yeah, and I, did, you know, part of me also wonders, like, did the two, did did DB, did Benioff and Weiss, like, were they kind of at a point where they were like, you know what, this is George's story, you know, we can't, po- like, I mean, they had to cut down a tremendous amount from the first five books anyway to to adapt it all for the right. screen. Um, so I just wonder if they were like, this is his story, let's let him fill in all these, you know, we'll give people the big picture. And, you know, let him figure out the rest. But it's really like that. I don't know if you've seen that meme that people did where it's like the horse developing. Like it's the drawing (laughs) of the horse as the season goes along and the drawing gets less detailed and shittier. (laughs) And it's like that's what it ends up being. Um, It's like a children's drawing at the end. It was hilarious. Yeah. One thing my wife told me about the books is that the fourth one goes on like a total. Like there's characters throughout that book that never even turned up in the show. Um, and one other thing I read is there's like supposedly another Targaryen son. It's called like young. You guys should look this up. His name is I think is he goes by uh, Griff or something like that. Oh yeah, Griff. Yeah. Yeah. Does anyone else listen to the binge mode the podcast? I've I've heard on, part. Yeah. yeah, they talked about on that on the too. Ringer. Yeah. yeah, and they cut that story out altogether. So there's a lot. My 
my wife said there's great parts in the book, and then there's times where they they follow characters that never turned up in the show that are just extremely boring. So it is kind of just to give you a heads up as you read them. In the fourth, I've heard the fourth book is I've love I love the first one. Yeah, and, and yeah, and my brother she said loved it, was, it too. My brother said that was actually probably the one closest to the actual show. Yeah, it was the first one, and there was there was so many differences and good differences to be honest with you. Right. So there's just so much more in there than, yep. than they can actually put in the show, which is just expected. It- isn't it crazy to think that like that show's biggest moments? I mean, obviously, you know, the battle at Winterfell was cinematography. All that was incredible. Special effects when she burns down King's Landing. That's the way the story concluded. But I feel like the moments that will f- probably still be imprinted the most on people's minds are Ned getting his head chopped <laughs> off in season one and the Red Wedding. Yeah. Yep. You know, two of the shot, most shocking uh, moments. I in just rewatched the Red Wedding TV history. I I get so sad. It's, oh god! Reading the books, like I was just like I told you guys, like I'm pumped for fucking Rob <laughs> in the North, and I'm like, <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I know where this fucking. Goes. I did this to fucking cleanse my palate of shit, <laughs> and now I'm just like. Oh, Eddard's dead. Fucking Cal Drogo just died. I'm just like, <laughs> let's go, Rob. Come on, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> you should put all your. It's not gonna end well. You should put all those eggs in your that basket. <laughs> it's also why I started reading another book too. I was just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a step back from Game of Thrones for. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, dude. So I'm in such. So reading the books, and I'm also now on season four, of rewatching the show. So I'm in such a Game of Game of Thrones mode today, watching the U.S. soccer. Game every time they said Thailand, I thought they were saying Tywin, and I was like, "Is Tywin Lannister playing against the U.S. team?" Like, <laughs> might have helped them out a little bit more. I fucking love Tywin Lannister. Yeah, he was a great. Character. I love that character. Apparently, character. in that the books, actor, he's amazing. Yeah, he hasn't really stepped in in the in the first one. Yet. Yeah, he's no. there, but not. I love that uh, that actor too. That actor. Oh, he's the man. Killed that. Yeah. Anyone who has to uh, say I, I am the king is no true king. <laughs> I I do have a not. <laughs> you just sent the most powerful man in Westeros to bed without his supper. <laughs> You're a fool if you think he's the most powerful man. <laughs> Badass, dude. Uh, big question for you guys. Uh, because there's really, there hasn't been a show like Game of Thrones before. Not the phenomenon that it, it turned into. And on turned the scale, budget-wise. Yeah. 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 Um, what do we do now? <laughs> Come on, Witcher. I hope so. I, the I'm, board's coming yeah. out. I don't have faith. No, no, I don't either. Which uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home comes out in a month. That's a movie. Yeah, but what about shows? Huh? I've heard. Chern- <laughs> I gotta watch Chernob- Chernobyl. Yeah. Chernobyl is. I'm not watching. So that messed shit. up, dude. I'm not watching that. It's one. I'm one episode in. I really enjoyed it. It's also a miniseries, though. So it's like I feel like. We so that's need, it. It's, yeah. it's six yeah. episodes and it's done. Oh, well, that, um, that hour and a half each. Kind of makes me happy. We're gonna I, go power through that. <laughs> I've got a few episodes of Barry left to catch up on. Do you so, guys watch Barry? I've heard that's really yeah. Good. Barry's, Barry's good. cool. I, I, I have one just of how similar it is um, in terms of how it's shot. It's on HBO and the amount of detail and precision that's associated with it. And Westworld, um, I like Westworld a lot. It's good. It's not as good as Game of Thrones. I'm not saying that, but I haven't caught up to that yet. No. I, still I tried season two. I watched season one. Me I too. liked it. Season two, I couldn't get. I couldn't get on board you with season get on, two. Okay, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. What's I liked the last season of True. I want them to do more True Detective. I like yeah, the last I season of True that. Detective. I, I really want to see that. I haven't had a chance yeah. to watch that. Better I do it. Two fucked me over. I <laughs> yeah, yeah. First, the first one was just so the third one is good. Amazing. The third one was good, and I've heard that from everybody who's watched it. Yeah, it is absolutely worth. 
binging, sit down, enjoy it. The second um, one was terrible, though. So terrible. it was. I want my money back. Absolutely yes. atrocious. Um, I guess I could watch The Wire. Um, yeah, I need uh, to do that. <laughs> thinking about redoing that one. I need to do and that. Completing it. You never, you never watch it or just rewatch it. I never have watched The ha! Wire. I'm not the only one. <laughs> not the only one, man. It, yes. Yeah, I, I, I really need Ooh, to do I want that. that. Are we excited? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, that's dope. That's Star Wars. Uh, I'm gonna be there that day. I hope I get one. Does, nice, Bobby. Does Sean do like? Can't you just tell him like, hey, Sean, I am just as big of a fan of Star Wars like, as you. Yeah, I could. Well, him and, and like him and Jamal. Be, I, I'm not there that often actually this year, but him and Jamal talk about it all the time. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Are you psyched for the for the new one? Oh, There's yeah. coming out Christmas. I oh, still yeah. haven't even again. That's one of the watch the trailer. Yeah, uh, I hear the trailer's amazing. Yes. I was in the biggest Last Jedi. Fan. So was it for I don't Last know where Jedi? Everyone stands on that. <laughs> Crap. Uh, but uh, JJ's back. I know, and that's why I uh, my faith is restored in this one. He's gonna correct the shit that happened last time. JJ's back. Fuck you, Rain. I that's I no, loved I, Force Awakens, man. Force Awakens was awesome, and it yeah. set it up so beautifully for the yeah, second one. And I, was, I don't. I liked Last Jedi, right, whatever. This. But I hate what hate hate. What is the mm, what? Why? Why was JJ not doing? Why? Why? What were you? What was he doing? <laughs> why? It's the most beloved franchise in the history of the fucking world, <laughs> and you have all the power. Every, the millions, millions, generations of people are counting on you to do this well, and you just decide, no, nope, we did one great. I, you can do two. You got this one. What? You can write no. and direct to do everything. You have a more important job than the fucking president in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> did they fucking do it right? <laughs> Did they have to coerce him? Like, did he was he like, all right, I'm out, and then they were like, you need to come back for the Please. well. So he did want he did Force Awakens. He wasn't was like, he like a producer on the he was a producer. One? He wasn't okay. like completely hands off, but he was definitely like he didn't direct. Took a couple steps any. back. Okay, and I think like Disney because remember what they did the same thing with Rogue Rogue One and Solo. They reshot a bunch of shit. Yeah, because Disney, Disney didn't like it, and they're like. I think they kind of came to a mutual agreement like, you need to do three because otherwise it's not going to be good. I love Rogue One, by the way. I fucking love it. I love Rogue One. Yeah, yeah, Rogue One and Solo. Solo was good. A lot more than I thought I was going to do because especially after Last Jedi, I was just so burned. It had had that kind of fun Indiana Jones-esque vibe to it a little bit for me, which which I like, but I loved Rogue One. I loved the tone of it. I loved the look of it. Rogue One was good. Yeah. But I, yeah, I just love the new, we rebel. I just love yeah. the new trailers where it's like he's fixing Kylo Ren's helmet, like, yeah. <laughs> and he even came out and said, "No, Ren's parents are not nobody." <laughs> it's like everything that Rain was like. All right, I'm gonna do this. It's like, no, fuck you. Now we gotta fix that. Yeah, now we gotta <laughs> clean that shit up. That's man. why. That's why he's like literally fixing it in the fucking trailer. It's like that's very symbolic. Yeah. <laughs> I like the symbology there. <laughs> That's like when you put new furniture on your deck and then drunk Ian comes and throws the furniture off the deck. You have to go all the way downstairs. You got to fix it. You got to fix it. You got to fix it for God. Do I have to tell the story now? No. Yes. I mean, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) I got Not my furniture. Hey, Bobby, you wouldn't believe this, but Jan Gomes has had another pass ball. Oh, God. You know, the average is like two or three a game, so that's good. Um, He's not hitting. He can't field. I really want to do the Negranu story before we sign off, though. Okay, because that one, that's a, that's a. We're coming up on two hours, so we yeah, might let's, as well. yeah, let's oh, do that. Lord. So, okay, let's do that um, God, see, here's Joe. In, yeah. Infamous. I'll oh, just to tee it up for you. <laughs> okay, Joe famously got in a Twitter beef. 
Yeah. Or feud. Spat, feud. Spat, <laughs> spat with professional poker player and known Las Vegas Golden Knight supporter, Daniel Negreanu. He's also an actor. He was in that shitty X-Men movie. Um, really? X3? No, he was in X-Men uh, Wolverine Origins movie. He was oh. one of the po- He was playing with that was um, that was Gambit. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, Joe gets into it with Daniel Negreanu via Twitter over Tom Wilson. So yeah. There you go. The funniest thing At is... Arbus, TJ. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, I tweet angrily all the time, so <laughs> you, you do up on he that. Does. I might sound like a really what does laid Tom back, do? nice person. <laughs> oh, he's right nothing now. compared to Joe. <laughs> no, no, no. Joe, with, really? Oh my God! I make full use of profanity. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, the, the funny thing is, loves like, our president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can follow just for that. It's so fucking uh, good. I'm glad. Um, I I honestly I don't follow professional poker. I've never watched the World Series of Poker, so I had no idea who I was talking to. I saw you had a blue. Oh tent. really? I had no idea who I was talking to. <laughs> I just I if you can I don't remember what the tweet was specifically. I think Wilson did Reeves hit Wilson and hurt him. Was it that game? And Reeves knocked out Wilson. Right. And oh, the, I remember this. And yeah. He was yeah. shit talking. He was. He said some shit about how Wilson deserved to get hurt. He's got, like that. he's got 461,000 Who is this? Who is it? Daniel Negreanu. And I used to love him until yeah. this. Yeah. He was one of my favorite poker players because I watched the World Series. And oh, he's from Masterclass. We started yeah. getting into it yeah. a little bit. I mean, I basically, I, I think I said something to the tune of like, you know, Wilson's cleaned up his game. Um, you know, Reeves is also a fucking cheap shot artist. That's literally his only function. What he does. He got scratched in the final last year. Yeah. Like, come <laughs> on. And so I think the first thing I sent him was just a gif of Wilson holding up the Stanley Cup, which is yeah, yeah. Know, <laughs> it's been nice to go to since that happened. Is gifts of them holding up the cup, but yeah, no, I mean that. Beyond that, we got into it a little bit, but you, Tom was the one who was like, "Dude, you're going at it with Daniel Negreanu," and I was like, "I, I don't know. I, I honestly, I thought it was like a reporter, or like an analyst, <laughs> had, an, an analyst, the blue for check. The, yeah, yeah." So. It, it popped up on Sports Center. Yeah, Dan, Dan Steinberg even like um, screenshotted it and yeah. posted it on the blog. Are you telling me I got screenshotted? Uh, I was on Sports Center. It was on like the ESPN. It was all on Twitter. Okay, like I literally saw it all. Like Sports Center, ESPN, and it, I was like, "That's Joe." <laughs> I was like, That's, "Wow," because they showed all the tweets going back and forth between him and a couple other. Um, Oh, Caps I did. Fans. I did see the Bog do something, but about you it. had you had the majority. Oh wow! <laughs> had, all right, well. I- I didn't really get any followers out of it, but I guess <laughs> I got some screen time. That's cool. I, that's cool. I appreciate it. Nice. That shit it. was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Are you trying to find it, Bob? Yeah, but I don't know what the. That thing. was a long time ago. Yeah, that was yeah. last year. It was like like sometime in the winter. If you yeah. went to, if you probably if you go to my, oh, you were looking for the Sports Center one. Yeah, yeah. Probably not gonna have any luck with that. But well, let's look at you guys. <laughs> <laughs> at again, Arvist. J- TJ? TJ, exactly. <laughs> uh, Are you great. looking for... Yeah. I liked one of them. <laughs> you found it? Yeah. yeah, I found kind of it, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah it's long. <laughs> they went oh, out yeah. of it for a while. I remember this fucking picture. He, yeah, yeah, sit your ass down, stay down, because Reeves was talking shit to him when he, got, when, he, when he decked him. Yeah. How'd you find that so fast? Yeah, how did you? Bobby's, you Bobby's a Twitter master yeah. here. <laughs> you can, like... Oh, you're search for, for back and forth. Yeah, you can search for back, like just do the uh, anyway. the handle yep. space colon space whatever. Huh. 
Would you look at that? I did both their handles. All right, see, I, I barely remember this. Anyway, so can you <laughs> give us some cliff notes of this back and forth again? Oh, uh, yeah, well, he tweets. So Daniel tweets the picture of Reeves laughing at Wilson on the ground. How do I give this? He says, sit your ass down, stay down. Yeah, and then leads it off with, how do I give this photo infinite likes? Like After okay. Dirty, Tom Wilson tried to put a, the hurt on him. Also... Reeves fucking cross-check someone for a goal in the Stanley Cup, whatever. Oh, yeah, I He's remember a that. dirty-ass player. Fuck Reeves. Oh, the one game I went to in Vegas, when I was at the winter meetings, Reeves got decked into a wall, and I was the only one to stand up and be like, <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> also wearing my camps, my Caps championship shirt. Championship. Um, glad this photo can bring you joy. Us Caps fans will continue to relive us absolutely wiping the floor with you in the final last year. <laughs> it did give me joy, but I'd like to see Wilson suffer more than just that. I don't have any hate like, for the Caps. They're a good, fun team to watch. Tom Wilson is a scumbag and, deser- and deserves pain. This is this is the thing. He messed with the wrong guy. Your boy Reeves is the biggest goon in the league. He's, his sole purpose is to lay dirty hits. So calling Wilson, who actually contributes on the score sheet, a scumbag is hypocritical. But whatever, continue to be that lame fan that wishes harm. Oh, this is hilarious. Are you going back with him and you didn't know who doesn't he doesn't even know who he is. Uh, continue to be that lame fan that wishes harm to opposing teams players. Good luck. Uh, you don't watch then if you think that Reeves hits shoulder to shoulder. Wilson is a headhunter look, looking to <laughs> injure. I hope Wilson suffers long term because it's well deserved. See, that's so that's some fucked Toronto up. Raptors. That's what we were just talking about. You never wish an injury. Shit, he messed with the wrong guy. Ended on his ass where he belongs. Ha ha ha! All caps. Reeves is an even bigger predator than Wilson. The hit was late on the blind side and done with an intent to injure. But you're gonna back your guy clearly. As for where Wilson quote belongs. His goddamn name belongs on the Stanley Cup. <laughs> what up, Joe? <laughs> and that—that's the end of it. I think that's the bet. Yeah, he, he, I don't. I guess he ran out of comebacks after that <laughs> last one. I mean, you Got can't him. really come back from his name belongs on the Stanley Cup. Yeah, and everything Joe said was true. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right, Negrani, stay in your lane, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, for real. Stick yeah. to poker. Right? You're a very good poker player. <laughs> All right, so we're on the two-hour mark. This yeah. is pretty I, long. Again, sorry about that. That's my fault. We had a lot to catch up on, but it has been fun. That Joe, happen. thanks so much for joining dude, us, man. Fun. Absolute pleasure. Thank great you, convo. Great great contribution. Absolutely. At TJ on Twitter. He is a big fan of the uh, pod, and you should be a big fan of him because we are of him. Um yes. At Tom underscore Natalie, at Ian underscore Foster 21, at Baseball Porter. <laughs> Tweet him for uh, his complete breakdown of why Patrick Corbin has been struggling over his last three starts. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm at Bobby underscore Blanco, at PMIC Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, um, and Spotify. Give us a follow, subscribe, spread the word. Thanks for listening, everybody. And um, we'll see you again next week. Night. Right. Bye-bye. Next week. Nice. My watch is ended. <laughs> what? <laughs> this has been Put Me In Coach Podcast.